Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Santiago Venegas, Aaron Lawson, and Daniel Paradise. Coming up on TMS, Edward Rakehands. Hold me close, Tony Danza. Nice. Yak and Yeti. Give me my horny games. Big Needle Tree. Truck Bed Sponge Cake. Who's the full house boss? Hercule Prairie. Chaos with Claire and Dunaway. Sure was. My lawnmower is a vacuum cleaner. Give me my tig old biddies. Skeletons showing a little too much skin. Scott has a tree growing in his eye. A kerfuffle with Tom. The Aquafina scale with Randy and Nicole and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. You get a cup and a half of flavor. A cup and a half of flavor. In every cup of Instant Maxwell House. That's because Instant Maxwell House captures the good, rich flavor of coffee beans, fresh hot from the roasting oven, bursting with aroma and flavor. You get a cup and a half of flavor. In every cup of Instant Maxwell House. Get Instant Maxwell House coffee. You tell anybody, I'll kill your dog. The morning stream. It is the end of the beginning. morning it is tms that's right you heard it right i'm scott and that's brian and it's uh wednesday and it's october and it's the 25th it's 2023 <laughs> it's all that stuff brian what else, uh, what else uh... Uh, it's windy outside we got a lot of some cloud cover today it's cold yeah, uh, yeah man cold weather is uh rolling in for yep. both of us welcome to the the wasatch no the rocky mountains everyone that's right. Exactly. The Wasatch are different, I guess. I don't know. What are what are my? I have Wasatch Mountains, and I don't know if they're connected to your mountains. I thought they're not. part of the Rocky Mountains. I assume they are. Maybe they are. Maybe I'm dumb. Yeah. I might be dumb. It's entirely possible that I am dumb. Uh, let's move on. Uh, we we are here to do a show. It's a Wednesday. That means Tom. That means recommendals. It means all sorts of other tomfoolery. So get ready for that. We got Tad Pooley feud coming up, and that means one of you will be the lucky third person I pull in. Uh, for mm-hmm. today's thing, and as we spoke about in pre-show, today's winnings are, whoo boy, you're gonna yeah, uh, not safe for work, not safe for kids. These games, so make sure if you are playing today, then uh, uh, you're okay with some video games that contain little nudity, little nudity. Uh, and you can, and look, we let's warn you now: if whoever calls in was wants to just still compete, but then give these to a friend or something totally fine whatever you right. want to do right sure we're not going to make any judgments okay none whatsoever no, no. 
We're not uh, here to judge. <laughs> no, who are we to judge, really? Uh, so I got uh, just to catch people up. What happened yesterday? This is so stupid. Um, Kim and I. So every year, right around this time, there's a bunch of trees in the back uh, area, like our backyard, where there's uh, a lot of coverage of trees. Like they get really big and lush, and it's awesome. In the summer, it's like living in a forest. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. and we love it. But when winter comes, if we don't go trim all of those trees and these are kind of these weird specialized trees not like a normal trunk it's like they they the branches start growing immediately from the ground and then they just grow straight up and they create oh. all this foliage and it's beautiful but if you don't cut them and trim them before uh snow and stuff then they're just a nightmare and then by next year they're just all the way up to the roof and they're like you know, yeah. digging into your, your out of control stuff. wow that quick fast growing trees. yeah they're very fast so what we do is we make a little thing of it. We go out there and we cut all these down, trim them all down, and then do a quick dump run. You know, take them to the dump and mm-hmm. dump them there. Mm-hmm. And um, so yesterday was our day to do that, and it's fine. And I kind of hate it after because it looks like a prison yard when we're done, like all those trees being gone. It's just weird. <laughs> it looks like uh, the Las Vegas Strip pre-Formula uh, One racing. Yeah, exactly. Yes, a little bit like that. I, I don't like the loss of, of greenery and stuff, but... Like I said, by next spring, these things shoot up like crazy, and by summer, they're full-grown again, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we go out there, and we're doing that, and we're chipping away, and we also were cleaning out the gutters. It's been a year. We thought we should check the gutters, and these one gutters uh, have a bunch of needles in them because there's a big needle tree. Or what's that called? A, it's not a needle tree. Pine tree. Pine, Pine tree. tree. Thank you so yep. much for that. <laughs> needle tree. May as well be called needle tree, by the way, because there's so many damn needles. But anyway, they they had gotten so bad and so compacted in there over the last year that there was grass, somehow grass seed had blown up there, and grass was growing out of dead needles that were be- basically had become soil. There was so much of it oh, in there. wow, really? Yeah. Crazy. So we had stuff growing in there, and there were some bees up there. We weren't sure if there was a nest. There was all this stuff. So anyway, got up on the ladder and did that, and Kim... Uh, Wanted to do this corner. And I said, okay, well, then I guess I'm holding the ladder for you. She says, all right, here we go. So I'm holding the ladder, and I'm looking uh-huh. up at her, and she goes up there, and she's digging out chunks of this stuff. Something, I don't see it. Uh, it's it, invisible to me, but something falls in my eye. She's like, dink. And I can, I felt that and went, ah, crap. And I went over here, and I kind of rubbed it, and I thought, oh, it's just a little speck of something or, uh-huh. or whatever. I wake up this morning. You can't really see it on camera. I got the puffiest, freaking hurtiest eye. From the whatever the hell fell out of that tree and went in my eyeball or off the roof, uh, so that sucks. I just want to put that out there that that sucks. Yeah, no kidding. I'm not happy about but that. But your eye, like your eyeball itself, not red or scratched up, just puffiness on the outside, the skin on the just outside. all the outside and the the, the lid, yeah. almost like uh, like a sty, except it's definitely from whatever fell in my eye because it it's been irritating me since then and only since sure. then. Sure. So unless I maybe I got up at three in the morning and and in a fever dream, rubbed it real hard. I don't recall this, but maybe I did. I don't know. I don't freaking know what I ha- what happened, but stupid eye. I'm irritated. So now I got to do shows with a big bright screen and this freaking hurdy eye. <laughs> dark mode. Dark mode, yeah. Everything's on dark mode now. And uh, I have that, what's that nighttime mode thing they call it? Um, what's that called? Uh, oh, night shift. I have that on. Night shift, yeah. Right. Where, where everything's kind of sepia toned, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like the color of my teeth. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know, I don't, I, I don't immediately think of putting on protective glasses when I'm doing any of that stuff. I went out and just raked because we've got, 
um, both trees in the front and the back that are that are obviously starting to lose their leaves now, but they're only about a third, maybe half, uh, have fallen down the leaves. Hmm. And uh, Tina grabbed some this last weekend. She just basically ran the lawnmower and and bagged them all like that because we needed a lawn mowing anyway. The and then yesterday it. I got what had fallen from from Saturday until now. Um, but I think this weekend is going to be the full on, everything should fall by this weekend. And then it's going to be a whole like, all right, air blower, blow it up into piles. Then, then, uh, you know, mulch bag it or, or, you know, mulch them into smaller pieces, bag it and, and, uh, be done with the whole thing. But yeah. Mowing is the only good way though. That's she's really very is. smart to yeah. do it that way. I can't stand rake them into a pile and then stuff them in a bag. F that noise. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't want to do I, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I started doing that. Like, I had the bag all set yesterday. I'm like, oh, this is just going to be a little five, ten minute job. I'm not going to get out the mower. After two <laughs> pickups of leaves with the, we have this rake that um, comes apart and basically creates two rake, two big rake hands. I want like, that. That's they, cool. They snap together to make one Voltron rake yeah. when you're raking stuff up, and then you pull one side off, and then use it as a gripper to pull all the rake stuff up. But um, that's great. After two loads into the uh, into the bag, it's like, what am I doing? Let's just <laughs> lawn mow this stuff. So I just took the lawn mower and put it over each pile and went. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. I I I have done the same. Yeah. And it's a and it's why why that is a joyful experience I don't know. It's destructive but it's also cleaning <laughs> it something up yeah. at the same time. It's great. <laughs> it's so much fun. Uh so then we went to the dump and I thought we were going to the city dump but Kim's like no 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 they're doing a community branch gathering mm-hmm. thing where if you take it to this one park they have a whole parking lot cordoned off where people are encouraged to bring their their leavings, their trees, their, like their stuff. decomposable uh, plant leavings. Exactly, and I don't know what yeah, they yeah, do yeah. with them, but there's some. There was some run to, to get them all, so we're like, okay, well, let's go do that instead because that's all it is. Carter's friend brought her truck over because we don't have a truck, and we thought we'll use a truck. We'll take one trip because we had enough to take, and so yeah. we go over there, and this was the best part of the day. We pull in there, and I'm thinking. All right, I'm gonna have to stand in this truck and slowly pull these out and throw them yes, over there. It's gonna right. take forever. We grab the first branches below, yeah, and it came out in one giant piece. <gasps> really? It was oh my God, so awesome. awesome, dude! It was like this giant. Oh my god, that sounds so satisfying! Like it was a satisfying. Great. It was like a yeah. big old sponge cake just slid out of there in the shape of a truck bed, and then plop onto the ground, and we were like done. And we were so excited about it that we decided to go get some Indian food, mm. and uh, so we go to this place called the Himalayan Kitchen. You might say it's Himalayan food, but whatever. It's all kind of connected. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, exactly. But they, they have fast and loose with their geography. Yeah, oh yeah, big time. But they had this Himalayan chili. Now I don't know if you've ever had Himalayan chili. Have you had that mm-hmm. to your knowledge? No, I don't think I've ever had Himalayan chili. Okay, I thought I'd try it. Just like this sounds weird. Let's try it. And they had a mushroom-based one, chicken-based one, different stuff. And I love mushrooms, so I was like, let's do the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Man, I gotta have that again. It so, was so good. I'm finding okay. So Himalayan chili for me is coming up just with the the chili pepper itself, like a very spicy. Oh, here we go. Himalayan chili chicken. Was that what it is? Like a like, yeah. Ours, mine. I got the mushroom one, but they had a chicken one. Um, let's see. Okay. Himalayan. 
is a place called uh, Chenduri chili. Kitchen that uh, has a Himalayan chili chicken. Oh, that looks really good. It's so good, dude. I thought I was going to die. It looks spicy. Yeah, he gave me an option. He's like, okay. I, don't, I shouldn't do the voice. He said. <laughs> he says you can do uh, you can do mild, medium, or are very hot. And I said, uh, well, how hot is the medium? And he goes, for you, very hot. <laughs> he says. <laughs> he took one look at you and yeah. said, <laughs> yeah. He knew it was up, and he was not wrong. So I said, yeah, I'm kind of a lightweight. Let's go with the let's go with the the, the mild or whatever. But it was still pretty spicy and very very good. Like I'll get that. I'll, I may get that every time I go there. It was so good. That's just cool. amazing. I, oh, what was it? We went to an Indian place the other night, and um, um, it was excellent. And let me see if I can find the name of it because I would absolutely recommend this place. Um. I mean, we're a fan of this place called Yak and Yeti, yak even and though Yeti. I'm not a fan of the name, yeah, because it sounds too much like a yakking Yeti. <laughs> yeah, it sounds too much like what it sounds like, you know? <laughs> exactly, yes, exactly. Yakking, mm, let's go to the Yakking Yeti. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see, where is this place? Coriander, there it is right there, Coriander Restaurant. Oh, yeah, uh, TripAdvisor, five full dots, no, ha- no half dots, Ooh, all full dots. nice, those are good and dots. And this place is really, really good. Um, the only complaint I had is that they give you as much, they give you um, non-American sized portions, so you get enough for your meal. You're full when you leave. Yeah. But I want to take a little bit home and yeah. eat it the next day. <laughs> Himalayan kitchens like that too. They don't. They give you normal like their their portions, and you're right. You're full and done when you leave. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm always like, oh, that's a little tiny pot of that stuff. That's not. I right know. Good. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh no, I want, uh, I want some take home. Yeah. Um, Manda Catherine says uh, Yak and Yeti is also a restaurant in Animal Kingdom over in uh, Disney World. I just, just knowing when the year that uh, Animal Kingdom was built, this the Yak and Yeti here in Arvada was around longer than that. It used oh. to be a, a British place called the British Bulldog. No British. Oh, what was it called? But it was... Um, Beans on toast. Like, yeah, basically. It was like a fish and chips and mushy peas kind of place. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then they started it having Indian food there, and the Indian food went so well that it's basically an Indian food place, 90% Indian food place, with a, um, a microbrewery that... that uh, downstairs that still does the uh, fish and chips that's interesting it's like yeah uh i don't know what that's like it's like starting a game stop or game spot or stop and then a year later you're like you know what we're more of a we're more of a blockbuster so let's (laughs) right exactly our our video uh section is growing a lot better we'll just let's just let that part take over yeah that's weird yeah you do you do what works right you like you know if this is the part of your business that's selling hey focus on that yeah i will say to our british listeners i like some beans on toast for real Mm, beans on toast oh yeah Okay. Yeah, I don't know why uh, that. Well, I don't have. I've never. I, mean, I haven't eaten a lot of British cuisine, yeah. uh, and people always say it's kind of mushy and bland and whatever. But the beans on toast part, top notch, no problem. Beans, I mean, is it just what it sounds like? Just yep, it's beans like, on it's toast? like baked beans on toast. Basically, I'm sure there's. I'm sure that some British, like I'll bet Zoe has some fancy way of doing it, right? Like beans on toast recipe, UK <laughs> specialty thing. But, I mean. My family comes from half of my family comes from there, and I've never heard of beans on toast. Oh, right? really? That's Unless funny. It's called something else, but here's the uh, here's here's how it looks, Brian. It's exactly what you think. There's there's the uh, there's the there's the image. 
<laughs> it's literally beans on toast. It's literally just beans on toast. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe, I don't know, try a shepherd's pie or a uh, cottage pie or... Uh, this has got to be, you know, if that's... <laughs> <laughs> you've had you've had those before, I hope, right? Oh shepherd's yeah, yeah. Pie or yeah, shepherd's pie, pie is amazing. Cottage pie is great. Yeah. I even liked a little yeah. blood pudding once. It was all right. Okay. Like they've they've got stuff, and you can they have their recipes for <laughs> for different kinds of beans, but it's a thing over there, man. Like, look, okay, here's one you want to look at. Um, I'm just seeing. Is this. there anything? Look at this one. See this? This looks like they they tried a little harder. There you go. Oh, like that's your that's your upscale. That's your uh, yeah. That's your upscale beans on toast. Factory beans on yeah. toast. <laughs> um, I'm trying yeah. to see if like what else. Uh, I like the shredded cheese option. Yeah, and it's you know when you get an English breakfast, they have beans and they have toast. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was like because they run out of room on the English breakfast plate. Maybe mm. they just start putting the beans on the toast. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is that's a fair bit of right there. <laughs> What I would do, I would go with um, uh, like full on chili on toast sounds better to me, like American with like chili, meat, like a meat chili. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. I might do that today. There you go. I gotta Actually, cook today. So this, Today's my day for cooking. Like by the way, for Wendy's homework. onions. Ooh, yeah, caramel. good, yeah. excellent. Are you? Uh, have you read a book by now, or whatever you're supposed to do? I, I have. Um, I have picked the shelf from which I will pick a book. <laughs> So someone a while back gave us a um uh, like a collection of classics. So it's like the original um uh Invisible Man and Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and Bram Stoker's Dracula, which that one I've read. But I wanted to pick something that, you know, again, not just falling back on Chuck Palahniuk thing. Um it, it it still feels like, well, you know, a horror a horror book, but sure. Maybe still is within <laughs> Within my typical realm, it's not going that far out of the uh, the norm. What I really want to read, after hearing the damn interview on Howard Stern, mm. is I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. John Stamos's autobiography oh. just came out. Whoa! What 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 did it, I mean? Obviously, just, he's there doing an interview, so something sparked your interest. What what got you going? Yeah, it was uh, they were talking about uh, um, like his relationship prior to Rebecca Romaine, he was with uh, Terry Copley, just in love, completely in love with Terry Copley. And if you ever, you know, if you grew up like in the 80s like I did, and you remember a TV show called We Got It Made, Hmm. um, (laughs) chances are you were in love with Terry Copley also. And uh, uh, they were dating, and, and then he comes home one day to find her in bed with Tony Danza. Tony Danza? (laughs) Tony freaking Danza. Mona. Uh, that's, exactly. that's crazy. Uh, oh yeah, here. Okay. Now I know who she is. It took me a second. She's a very Marilyn Monroe esque, yeah. uh, blonde bombshell from the, uh, from the eighties. Yeah. And, uh, what, what added insult to injury is when they put who's the boss on, uh, before full house on the <laughs> Friday night, ABC crap fest. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I'm trying to imagine what this would be like for poor John Stamos just yeah. walking in there. Boy, it's sure the celebrity memoirs happening big time. So you got this little bombshell. You got yeah. um oh, uh yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith's uh her whole thing. Brit- Good lord. Britney Spears and all of her revelations. Yeah, Britney Spears yeah. and Justin Timberlake's aborted baby, that whole thing. Like, man, mm-hmm. there's a lot going on. These Hollywood types yeah. kind of effed up. But I'm not but I'm not going to uh 
don't think I can do it. I don't think I can. I, I don't think I can happily read the John Stamos autobiography or memoirs as a uh, <laughs> as a thing for my therapy for your for your homework. It'd be a pretty funny yeah. be a pretty funny turn. He's you know, and Tom Norm says Stamos was on Hot Ones and he was great, dude. F- I I. I, I like did. Stamos. It was a driveway moment. Like I did not want to leave the house. I mean, I did not want to leave the car and go into the house. I was so enthralled with this, with listening to him talk about. Um, you know, he was not at all interested in the whole full house thing. Like it was, it was originally pitched to him as it's all the adults doing stuff and talking, and yeah. and the kids are a small part of it. And then when the kids started getting bigger laughs, they said, "All right, I guess it's a show all about the kids." And <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, wow. absolutely uh, um, hated being on that show, but of course it was, you know, such a a big uh, big oh, part of the big hit. How do you how do you avoid yeah. it? It's such a big freaking hit, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so uh, poor John Stamos, and uh, but yeah, it looks like uh, I think uh, I, I need to relook at the shelf. But if there's some Poe in there, I might read some Poe. Yeah. Um, but chances are it'll probably be the um, the Invisible Man. I'm trying to remember the. Um, oh, it's a name. It's similar name to a, the guy who like, did like uh, the original, Harlan. like the original one, like the OG. Yes. Oh, the OG, the Invisible Man, Harlan. I don't know, but not Ellison. No, that's a um, um, that's a yes. dude we know from I'm, other things. <laughs> uh, um, oh, where is it? It's not. H.G. Uh, Wells. H.G. Wells? Okay. Yes. That's Invisible Man, H.G. Uh, Wells, uh, originally printed yeah. in 1897. Yep, there it is. Yeah, okay. I didn't know I didn't it was him. I realize that was an H.G. Wells. I, I uh, always attributed that to... Don't feel bad. Else. I had zero yeah. idea he would have made that. I mean, H.G. Wells is like War of the Worlds and stuff, yeah, was right? There, yeah, and the Island of Dr. Moreau and Time Machine stuff. Um, um, yeah, that's interesting. I always thought... That I book cover's crazy. Else who... <laughs> the book cover's just a, a, a ink drawing of a dude in a like oh. a night coat sitting in a chair in the middle of the yes, book. Yes, right. That's, That's not the version I have. Oh, yours is yours is different than this. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That's not the book. Yeah, that's not the book I have. That's the photo I'm looking at too. But that's not the copy of the book I oh, have. Oh, you probably got more modern one. I imagine that's a first edition that's worth billions. Yeah, I feel like so, it'd be... something. Maybe we were talking in uh, in my car. I was talking to a passenger about, um, you know, they stole a menu from this restaurant downtown. They're like, I should sell it. And I'm like, well, yeah, but it's still open. That restaurant people can go and just steal the menu themselves if they really want it. Yeah. And I said it re- reminded me that. I have a, a stolen menu from Quarks that I stole from uh, Quarks in the in the Las Vegas Star Trek experience. Yeah, and that I don't know where it is, but I'll bet you that I could put on eBay for. I'll bet you could, dude. For some cash, yeah. Y- you should try. You should look that up. I'd be very curious. I need to and see what it's worth. Yeah. Yeah, that was a cool thing. I wish that was back. It was a cool thing. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe one day. Uh, Anywho. It feels like Star Trek's on the rise, so maybe there's a chance you'll get something cool again. I don't know. Hey, guys, guess what? It's time for a game. Oh, yes. That's right. Uh, Hold on. Dunaway's got to be a part of it. There he is. Uh, We're bringing Dunaway in. That's Brian Dunaway to you and me, and he's going to participate in today's game. We're also going to take a random listener, actually the third person to ping me in Discord, if you want to participate today as well. Let's get this started. Yes, that's right. Brian Dunaway is here for another 
Tadpooly Feud. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. <laughs> hi, Brian. <laughs> he's uh, he's delayed. I'm going to see if I if I move us to the U.S. Central. Maybe that'll help here. Okay, let's try that now. Don't always say see something. How that is. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, it's a little oh, better. Oh, that's way faster. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, were having, you were having to s- send your voice all the way to, like, I don't know, Portland or something, and then back to us. And that's, <laughs> that's not Portland, that's my favorite place to send my voice. That's right. That's where you like to go, son. Anyway, it's good to have you here. We're going to pick our third. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to know who our third person is? Shit. Uh, well, by, by the way you say it, I'm guessing it's a person that would be just fine getting a, uh, a video game that had some nudity in it. <laughs> you know what? We, I hadn't thought of it that way. This is, this is the amazing thing that is about to happen. This is the perfect person to win two lustful games if she will answer her phone, right? Currently uh, calling her, adding her to the call. Uh, Claire Gack, by the way, if anyone was confused. Is Claire. But she ain't answer. Oh, there she is. Hi, Claire. Uh, Oh, geez. I wouldn't expect anything less. It's route, route through Portland. (laughs) All caps, right Ah. off the bat. All caps, hello. Uh, Are you ready to play today? Are you excited? I'm ready. Yeah, and I can tell how excited. I'm ready. Uh, fantastic. I'm ready. Brian, I'm why don't you ready. explain these rules? I know Claire knows all about them, but you sure. may as well do it anyway. Happy to do it. It's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Claire, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you get a prize package that includes uh, Lust for Darkness and Lust from Beyond. Hard R-rated horror games. Gimme, 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 gimme. (laughs) Lust series. series. Turns out they're totally different developers, but you're going to get the best two games with Lust in their names. If you will definitely be able to play them on the existing thing that I have to play games. That's right. Oh, good. That'll be wonderful. Uh, on your right. laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it, too. Uh, all right, folks. Let's uh, go ahead and get things going and uh, put your hands on your buzzers. Not you, Claire. And uh, answer the following question. <laughs> Who is the best TV detective? Uh, Columbo. Show me Columbo. <laughs> So good. Number one. Number one. Yes. Oh my God. That what, is. How is he already upset with it? He's everything? not a detective. Yeah, I know. He's, he's a, a he's a he's a, well, he's a dude. But you know, the tadpole doesn't know the tadpole. Yeah, but he detects. Yeah, the tadpole doesn't know that he's just a cop, though. They they think he's because he always runs around in his coat and he looks detectivey. So they always yeah. think that, and it's fine. It totally he's works. A homicide detective. It says it right here on the. Uh, uh, right here on the Wikipedia page. A homicide well, I guess you guys are LAPD. just a couple of Columbos. Yeah, a couple of Columbos just doing our Colombian business. Uh, all right. Well, Claire, it's me and you then. This will be fun, right? Won't it? Yeah, Yay. no other answers will beat that. So you guys have control of the board and you have, so to speak, control of Claire. All right. All right go ahead and tell me who else uh, the tadpool <laughs> thought was the best TV detective. I want to say Jim Rockford. What do you think of Jim Rockford? I'll ask my I'll ask my dad. Uh, <laughs> do you sure, know Do you know anything about that show? Is that a thing that made it to Ireland at all? I know that you guys like to play the. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's good. Excellent. Well, you actually kind of nailed the theme there, Clara. For not knowing the show, you did pretty well. Yeah, I'm impressed. Uh, all right, going with Jim Rockford. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, you're gonna love this. Show me Jim Rockford. 
Oh, number 10. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Good Hercule points, good points. Poirot and Jim Rockford both had the same number of points. I didn't have the heart to take either Best one of them. Is that right? So, Interesting. Yeah. So you're not going to so use just, the other one, Brian, is what he's saying. You can't use that one. Done away. You can't say Hercule Poirot. I mean, you could. Oh, I can say it. Oh, can, I can say it. Can you? you can I actually want to hear you say it. Do it. Say it. Oh. Hercule Poirot. <laughs> Not your turn, Brian. Not your turn. Get mine. Nailed it. Now hand me my Reese's Pieces and shut the. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. Drop the F off in uh, Portland. Go ahead. Just a little bit of it there. Nice. Claire, do you uh, you have one that jumps out at you? Sherlock. 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 That's a good one. I mean, he's he's on TV, even though he's from a book. He's on TV. He is on TV. Sure. Sure. Oh, is he on TV? Wait. He's He's on on TV. TV. He's not currently on TV. I don't I don't know. There might be there might be an iteration of it on TV. (laughs) There might be a kind of there's always a uh, feels like there's always an iteration of Sherlock somewhere on TV. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's talk about Sherlock. Yeah, uh, the Sherlock Cumberbatch uh, Sherlock yeah, there you go. Uh, made it into the top ten. And uh, number two answer on the board. Nice. So this wasn't Jordy and uh, and Data then, not that version of it Sherlock. It was not Jordy and Data. That's I will tell you that some people, a couple people said Data. Did they really? Sherlock. That's great. Yeah. Data. Uh, I'll also tell you that Johnny Lee Miller's name as Sherlock came up, but but way down low on the list. Um. Okay. Oh, I, this is dangerous. I might do it, though. What what are the chances the chat room said? <laughs> this is a bad idea. Well, Claire, I'll let you decide. With so we're not going to say it yet, but here's what you and I are collaborating on: uh, Inspector uh-huh. Gadget. You're not going to say it, but I'm just going to. I'm going to tell you, Inspector Gadget. What do you think of that? Um, he's an inspector, not a detective. Um, but the tadpoles, <laughs> the tadpoles, stupid. So sure. <laughs> <laughs> Man, offended everybody in one fell no swoop. It was, a, it, was a, it was a very far, wide-reaching <laughs> sentence that managed to offend just about everybody. Okay, all right. Is let's that the one you're let's going Let's do with? it. Let's go with it. <laughs> see what happens. See if the tadpole yeah. paid off or not. Show us Inspector Gadget. Oh. Number three. Look yep. at that. The brain on Brad. Oh. Yeah. He's got the I'm gadgets. Uh, I can't no think. Way. So Max Trollbot says that Johnny Lee Miller and Benedict Cumberbatch were roommates in college, and uh, they're they're both the most recent iterations of television Sherlock. That's awesome. Really, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's yeah. interesting. Uh huh. Uh huh. Series. Do you? Th- I liked Elementary. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Do you guys think? Um... Shit. Oh oh, Neon Steeple has a good idea. Who? Oh, what? What? Miss Jessica Fletcher? Oh, uh, From uh murder, murder she, she wrote. wrote. Yeah, yeah. Bed knobs and broomsticks Maybe. herself. Let's do it. I like it. <laughs> Travis, Pop. I have heard of Detective Inspector, but you know, sometimes they're differentiated, okay? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, just yelling at the chat. That's what we're looking for. We're <laughs> yeah, looking for that. That's good. Always, always works. <laughs> uh, all right, show me Jessica Fletcher. <laughs> Indeed, murder she wrote she number eighted. All right, I want to add to this list uh, um, Matlock then, because if she's on there, he's oh, on Matlock. there. Matlock. Yeah. Sure, we're just, let's hit all the olds. Yeah. Uh, all right, show me Matlock. Oh! First strike, Matlock number 13 Scott. on the list. I don't know why that's not on there. That's disgusting. 
I don't understand. You know, we're not all old people. I'm not yeah. old either. This isn't my show. This is like my mom's show. But uh-huh. I'm still, you think uh-huh. of Matlock. People always think of Matlock. That, that's mind-blowing. But now I just thought of another uh-huh. one. I'll hold it because it's Brian's turn. Okay. Go ahead, Brian. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Brian. Brian, it's your turn. Brian. Come on, Brian. Brian. Brian, you Brian. there? Dunaway? Brian. Brian Dunaway? Brian. Is he not there? Will I just do my Brian impression? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a terrible impression. Brian Dunaway, are you there? Did he Did he go mute? Did he... Hello. Oh, there he is. Hi. Okay. We hear you now. Yeah. Like, can you hear us? No? Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Well, yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, but I think you're really delayed or something. Can you hear us now? I wouldn't doubt it. So I'm I'm doing this on my uh, laptop uh-huh. because at the very last second, for some reason, my other machine, you just couldn't click on the screen anywhere. It didn't matter. It's been going on for a couple of days now. It just happens randomly. It started happening right before the thing. That's fun. So I unplugged everything and plugged it to the laptop. So the other machine finally came back up. Oh. So I tried to switch over and then it immediately went, nope, mm. mouse thing. <laughs> Mm. So I'm back on the shitty laptop. Oh, let's see. Mm. I didn't hear what you guys said, but I know it was wrong. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, it was. So <laughs> we said heard, Matt, we said Matlock. I heard a yeah, yeah. About the time I I got cut off. All right, um, it was Matlock, by the way. So you don't have to. Yeah, just to make it fair, it was, yeah. it was Matlock. It was Matlock. All right, all right, all right. Well, then I'm going with it's, the 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 great the great mouse detective. No, I'm going to go with. Uh, <laughs> Olivia Benson. Who the hell is that? Oh, from SVU. Oh my God, is that F- yes. SVU? Oh, okay, not SVU. Uh, yeah. we, we've been we've been we've been watching a lot of it yeah. this week. When I say we, I mean Audra, and then um, me as as captive. Yeah. Look, that yeah. show had me until they did an episode about an MMO where people were getting killed in real life inside the MMO. And I said, okay, well, this is the dumbest thing I've ever laid eyes on. I'll never watch SVU again. They ruined that show when they did that episode. When you well, get there. Ice-T is very upset and wants you back. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Show me Olivia Benson. Oh come on! Uh, oh, yep, number uh, fourteen. Actually, one one row below uh, Matlock. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, Claire. What what are we? What's what's brewing? What's flying around your buzzing head? That's not a word. That's not a phrase. Uh, you don't want to know. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't really think of anything. I can't either. So I'm gonna I... say, how about this? I got one. Um. Huh? Uh. Uh oh shit. Uh Ooh. Oh shit. What? Ooh what? I don't know. Mulder and Oh, Fox Mulder. I was about to say the same thing. Mulder oh, or yeah. Scully yeah. or both. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean the FBI totally just one out. Original idea, Scott. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just take it. Uh show me either Fox Mulder or Dana Scully or the combo of the two of them. Ooh! Uh, yep, Fox Mulder, number 16. So mm-hmm. up up high in the list, but did not make the top 10. I wanted, I wanted to believe he was in the top 10. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, Dunaway. All right, well, I'm going with I'm going with everybody's favorite brooding detective, Batman. Actually, Batman. yeah, Batman. Batman. What? <laughs> What'd you say? Said, why did you give him the answer? Did you give Did you give Brian Dunaway uh, the answer? Did somebody give me the answer? Did somebody give me the answer? No, he said, said Batman. He said Batman before I did. I just yeah yeah oh, okay. yeah. Okay. All right, show me my <laughs> Batman. Oh, shit. Number six. Thank uh, God. 
This is Scott's not going to run away with this one. Scott and Claire not going to. Not no. That was close. Right yes, Apparently exactly. not. That was close. Uh, four answers still on the board. Brian, what else have you got? Well, I, I'm i an old school TV watcher. We, we haven't said. We haven't said uh, Monk. Oh, sure. Monk. Monk. I love yeah. Monk. Monk. Yeah. Shaloub. Shaloub. Uh, all right. Show me Monk. Damn it. Yeah, number four on the list. There we go. That, yeah. Making a rally here. Mm, yes. A late game rally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if they liked Monk, then maybe they liked the sister show. That's not really a sister show. It's on the same network, though, right? Psych? Oh, yeah, same Wasn't network. Wasn't that all on the same? Yeah. Yeah. TBS, I think. We have char- we have characters or whatever their little yeah. promotional thing was yeah. for the longest time. Yeah. Yeah. I think what, it was TBS. Uh, do you have a character name or just, just want Psych as the, the, greatest, oh. the greatest TV detective? Oh, well, I don't like I don't like how you asked me that. How, <laughs> either, either uh, how about Gus? Gus? <laughs> all right. How about, how about we just go Psych? Show me... <laughs> Psych. This character is a guy named Sean Spencer. Oh my gosh! Number number seven. Nice, nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see here. Who else we got? I'm looking at two screens because the TMS uh, screen is pulled up on one computer, and I have to keep going back and forth between that and my freaking audio connection. Yeah. Um, but I'm not bitter. Let's see here. Uh, (laughs) I can tell. Roach. Let's see. Batman. How's about we go with Castle? Castle. Oh, Castle's All right. good. Yeah. Sure. Sure. All right. Show me Castle. Oh, that's no. a shame. That's a real shame. I was, I was going with a B movie. I was going with a BTV tier type of stuff I was yeah. hoping for. You know, man. 20, uh, 21st on the list is, no. uh, is nice. Castle. All right, Claire, I have an idea. I have an answer. I have an answer. Oh, shit. I, uh, okay. I came up with this totally on my own, um, <laughs> not assisted by any Australians. Uh, what about Veronica Mars? Oh, that's good. Ooh, Veronica that's Mars one. is good. More TV. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. V Mars. All right. More great TV. Mm-hmm. Show me Veronica Mars. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh no! Third strike, Veronica Mars number seventeen. Yourself. By the way, I have I had a better one. By the way, but that's okay. I can't do it now because oh, no. three strikes. Oh no! Okay, no. all right. That's all right. Well, two answers left on the board. Oh, uh, yeah, Brian totally needs. No, oh, you're still he here. Can you not hear us, apparently. Brian? Can you hear us? We hear you. Uh, can you hear us? Oh no! Are you uh, are you available? Do you find yourself available to us? <laughs> Uh, we hear you. Oh, you hear me? Yeah, we hear we you. Hear, I can't hear you guys. Hold on a second. Let oh. me see if I can rectify that. Yeah, rectum. <laughs> Put the rectum in there. Pertner killed him. How's the old phrase go? Jeez. I reckon. Hmm. Hold on a second. Let me I see. reckon Let me he. See. No, how's it go? Almost there. Yeah, this is good content. If you can hear me. Oh. Me. <laughs> I... This is like haunting me. <laughs> you there, Dunaway? Hey, you there? I may have lost Claire too. Oh no! Not talking to you, Evan. Me? Oh, I know you're not, but uh, it's my name, and you're wearing it out. There we go. I'm just there worried. My hello, brother hello. is also called Brian, and he's due to like also arrive at my parents' house tonight. And I'm just waiting for him to walk in, and I'm just going Brian. I didn't know you had a Brian brother. That's cool. That's too many Brians. We got yeah, so I've got a Brian brother Brian's. and a Jack brother and a Claire sister. That's me. Yeah, we figured <laughs> oh, that. I thought you were going to say another sister named Claire. I feel like. Uh, <laughs> 
my your evil parents weren't terribly Claire. original. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd like to. Know, I'd like to have a conversation with your parents after two Claires. That'd be pretty weird. Uh, Dunaway, are you back? Can we hear you now? Oh, are you my back? Can you yeah. hear me now? Can you hear me? Hear you now? Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Where were you? What you got? Oh, you had an answer. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think even though he's not a detective, he is a private investigator, and this is the tadpole. Uh, would Magnum PI be on there? Even though it's right in the name, would people still drive on past it and go, "Greatest detective of all time"? Are you are you asking me? Or are you? I'm, no, I'm guess? I'm stating I'm stating that's my guess. Okay, all right. And then I'm questioning that that logic. Show me Thomas Magnum, comma private investigator, uh-huh. comma yeah. number five. Are you Look serious? At this. Look at you people, you so, people. He's going to have to guaranteed the win because uh, oh, okay. the score is twenty four to twenty two in favor of Scott and Claire. The only way Brian can win is by getting number nine on the list. But if she, if he does, that still gives Claire the win because the board will be clear. Yeah, it clears the whole thing. So yeah. so literally done away. There's really no pressure on you right now. Yeah. Right, right. I can't think. I can't decide between my old school favorites like either Kojak or. Um, Am I still here? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're still here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, of course not. <laughs> no, we're here. We hear you. Oh, I, you're not I think us. he's just delayed. We hear you. Yeah, he doesn't hear us. We hear you now. We hear you fine. We can hear you now. Oh, you can hear me fine. Okay. We can hear you now. Well, I mean, I hear absolutely nothing. Oh, at this point. so he's not even getting. So I'll just watch the board. Yeah. Of the X. Give me my horny games. Okay, so you say say it say the answer. Is he saying Kojak? Is that what I'm hearing? Kojak. Say probably. Kojak. Kojak is my answer. Okay, Kojak's Kojak answer. is his answer. All right, show me Kojak. Oh, that's no. a shame. I'll put. Bzzz. Okay, I'm going to. Uh, I think I know this last one. All right, what do you think it is? Scooby Doo and the Mystery Ink people, that whole thing. Uh, Good yeah. answer. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's one of the more recent uh, great detectives on television. He's a member of uh, the New York Police Department in Brooklyn. Appropriately in the ninth spot, it's uh, Jake Peralta from Peralta? Brooklyn Nine uh, Nine. Yes. That's a good, good answer. one. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I'll give him that. Well, give me some, tell me some of these ones that are. Not, I, I'm shocked yeah. that the cer- certain ones didn't make it in here. So what else do you have? Uh, so Doctor Who, number 12. Uh, Bosch, Hieronymus Bosch, uh, number 15. Detective Conan from a, uh, um anime series called uh, Case Closed, uh, 18. Scooby-Doo, number 19. Dale Cooper, 20. Frank Drebin, Gil Grissom, Jessica Jones. Uh, Kojak, number 25. Kolchak, the Night Stalker, right below him. Uh, Andy Sipowitz. Angel, Benoit Blanc, uh, Jimmy McNulty, Maxwell Smart, Patrick Jane, Raylan Givens, uh, Ace Ventura, never on TV. Well, I guess cartoon, right? There was an Ace Ventura cartoon. Hmm. Um, Archer, Beretta, Barnaby Jones, you old people, you. Um, Charlie's Angels, Chief Wiggum, Chip and Dale, Chris Hansen, Deborah Morgan. <laughs> uh, Dora the Explorer, Dragnet. Uh, who put Chris Hansen in there, you guys? I don't know, but it's great, actually. Yeah. Uh, Hank Schrader, uh, House MD, Inspector Clouseau, and Inspector Morse. Uh, let's see. Hank Schrader's Let- a bad detective. No, He's no a bad offense. detective. It took him uh, how, like five seasons to figure out. Yeah. Uh, Luther, Lucifer, uh, Madeline Hayes. <laughs> I, didn't, I swear it wasn't me who put that one there. Yeah. Uh, 
Let's see. Rizzolian Isles. And finally, Velma. Oh, she Aww. made the list separate from she Scooby. Made the list. That's amazing. Yep, exactly. I was really hoping. We all know um, she was the brains of that outfit. Come on. I was hoping we get some Lenny Briscoe love in here, but nobody remembers. There was one. There was one Lenny Briscoe. Oh, was there? A, I didn't hear that one. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I just brushed. I just brushed past it. Well, uh, Briscoe of, County. What? Briscoe County Junior. That's the one we said. Uh, Jake Peralta. <laughs> hey, Dunaway, you did. <laughs> you did good, and uh, Claire did good. Give me my tiggle bitties. Claire, Claire is going to get all the naked video game fun she can handle. Congratulations! You're the winner. You're a winner. I lose, uh, but we, but you no, win. You. Yeah, uh, and it's good. And so Brian's going to send you these because he's got your contact information. Yep, I um, just put them in. Uh, gave her links right now. They're uh, Umbul Bundle gifts. You just click on those and you get the game. Yep. Uh, our best. Thank you. Our best to your weird bunch of sisters and brothers and stuff. Whatever you're doing over there. <laughs> Whoop, there she goes. Oh, hey, there she goes. Hey, Dunaway. Uh, despite all your hey, technical Scott problems, Brian, it all worked hey, out. Hey, look, it fine. sounds like my audio finally started working yeah. five seconds I, before you say no yeah, you. Yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. No, you're doing great. Uh, here's the good yeah. news. We're going to be doing you and I a Play Retro episode this weekend. Uh, make sure you check yeah, that yeah. out. It'll be before Film Sack, um, but after uh, our play date this, Saturday, or this Friday. And uh, that'll be at 2.30 Mountain Time. We'll record that show. And if you want the podcast version, you can get it at frogpants.com slash playretro. Hey, is there anything well, what else? What are we talking about? Oh, what are we? Uh, um, oh, Fester's Quest up through family, uh, uh, all the Adams Family Values. games. All the old well, not ones. Not all. Jeez, man. Under promise. Jeez, come well, on. That's true. Uh, the ones that you all know <laughs> of. Uh, we're talking NES, Super NES, Genesis era stuff. Uh, that so. greatest selling pinball game of all time that we mentioned the other day. Yep. Oh, right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Thanks to Brian. We're going to bring that up because I think nice. prior to that, Good. we hadn't thought of it, but yeah. we are going to do that. So that'll be a lot of fun. Don't you think done away? Don't you think? I can't wait. No, you. Why don't do it? Kiss our butts. <laughs> all right. He's out. Uh, well, that was chaos in a bucket. Boy, uh, I mean, is there, were we thinking it was going to be anything besides that? I uh, guess not, <laughs> now that I think about it. I mean, it was Claire after all. It was cursed from the beginning. You're going to have to do what yeah. you got to do. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, time for a little bit of news. The news today is brought to you by... The Piano Challenge is back. Amanda's fundraising for the Walk to End Alzheimer's in Nashville this year, and in this day and age, almost everyone is affected by Alzheimer's. Amanda walks for her grandma Jane. Help fight Alzheimer's by donating to her fundraiser and receive a bonus gift. Each donation earns a piano request. Donate, then pick a song, and Amanda will post a video of her playing it on the piano. It's a win-win. We fight to get to a world without Alzheimer's together, and you get a piano rendition of your favorite song. Go to act.a lz.org slash go to slash music alz or musicals i was it was explained to me that oh it's supposed to be musicals it's very clever mm. uh to donate the piano challenge is good till the end of the year go check it out good luck to them sounds like a, uh, a great cause as usual great cause and uh yeah exactly love to hear love to hear some of her uh, renditions of things um we got a utah story i don't have the utah connection clip here anymore i don't know what happened to it I'll just say Canada. Canada. But really, it's about Utah. Uh, yeah. A pole dancing, <laughs> uh, pole dancing skeletons have raised some controversy <clears throat> here in my home state of Utah. I want to thank Captain Kipper for this uh, for this story. <laughs> he submitted this in our Discord. It's funny. I've seen this uh, photo, and I can't believe people are having a problem with this. Yeah, they're 
people are weird. Um, a Utah man's pole dancing skeleton display that ran afoul of local authorities for using a street sign has been moved to private property where it is steadily growing. I don't know what that means by growing, but whatever. Uh, yeah. cons- uh, Christopher Fujian, Fujishin, 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 Fujishin. That's probably they probably keep adding to the displays. My guess. Oh, is that what they mean? Okay, the, the display yeah. itself yeah. is growing. Got it. Right. Um, right. Here, Chad, I'll show you this photo Brian was looking at too, so you can see it. Um, there we go. Oh, gotcha. Now I see what the okay, what the. Um, issue is the the controversy is it's not really about these skeletons on on poles on pole dancing right um hold on i can't get the damn thing up there we go i'll let that play in the background um christopher this christopher dude put up this halloween thing next to a road outside of grantsville outside of his home there grantsville's kind of far Mm. from me anyway featuring a purple wigged skeleton doing a pole dance on a road sign where other skeletons watch and offer money uh, city officials said in Facebook that the display violated city code by using the street sign for its dancing pole. The post, which has been since deleted, uh, said the owner of the decorations had until 9 p.m. to take down this stuff or it would be confiscated by the local PD. Uh, he moved the skeletons to his yard and local residents who saw the city's viral posts started coming by to add their own decorations to the display, uh, which now includes lights and music. I would be annoyed if I was that guy. It's like, dude, this is my display. Get out of here. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe as long as they're adding something good to it, then uh, it feels like yeah. a. It feels like they're. It's not. I've been to Grantsville. This is no big deal. They could have probably let this one go. The sign wasn't obscured. Yeah. You could still see it was a stop sign. Yeah, I don't. I don't freaking know. Is that um, what it is? It was a stop sign. With yeah, as long as it's not covered, then sure, it makes sense. Yeah, or just street sign of some sort. Um, some parents are pissed just because it's stripper. It's a stripper joke. They sure, don't, they don't like that because they're like, oh, I don't want my kids watching fake skeletons not really dance and give fake money to a skeleton who's not really, you know, it's just a <laughs> exactly. little, it's a lot to get yourself worked up over, but just guess what? All skeletons are naked. Just, yep. uh, you know, just, just yeah. Bad news. <laughs> the only defense you need. Yeah. They're the most naked, aren't they? They're the most naked. Exactly. I have a plastic one over there and all he's wearing is Patrick's French scarf. Around his neck. <laughs> oh, so that one technically is not naked. Nope. That's as dressed as he's ever been. And he's going to oh. stay that way. Um, here's a fun one. A, ru- a runaway yeah. tortoise. Uh, <laughs> Can you really call... <laughs> a slowly meander away. Can you really put those away? two words together? Yeah, a crawl away, a, a, a uh, meander away. A, a barely moving creature away. Tortoise right. found five miles from his home three and a half years later. No. Oh wow! Oh, sheriff's deputies. I'm running fl- away. I know. I'm out of here. Wait, you're still. It's it's been a week. Where are you going? I'm still going. <laughs> Florida's wildlife animal rescue uh, found this thing. They captured a loose African sulcata, uh, probably. Maybe T- tortoise. Sulcata, yeah. Sulcata, something like that. And the reptile was later found to have escaped his home three and a half years ago. Uh, they found this thing, uh, let's see, a nonprofit exotic animal refuge in Putnam County, uh, which was the, uh, the rescue that lost him. Uh, he is definitely someone's tortoise, and he likes people and pats heads, or head, and likes head pats, says the sheriff's office. <laughs> nice. Uh, the refugee also, or the refugee, the refugee. Why did I say that? The refuge 
Also posted about the tortoise on social media and soon received a flood of tips from members of the public about this tortoise that they had uh, reported missing in the same area in April 2020. Uh, she was missing for three and a half years and found five miles away where she originally escaped, says the refugee. Refugee. Says the refuge. <laughs> Why is that word doing that to me? I don't know, but it's uh, you don't have to say read it like a refugee, Scott. I do it every time. You don't have to read it like a refugee. refugee. <laughs> I used to like that song. I don't think oh, I yeah. do now. Okay, I think I don't oh, really? like it as much. Yeah, I think if I hear it now, I just kind of go. Uh, oh, I like it. Maybe I'd, I maybe I can't think of a Tom Petty song I don't like right now. How about Free Fallen? How do you feel about that? I still like Free Fallen. Yeah. How do you feel about Running Down a Dream? Still like. Oh, that. I like that. Yeah, I like that song. Yeah. How, how about um? Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> Last Dance with Marianne. I'm on fire. Or Mary Jane. Marianne. Last Dance with Mary Jane. Yeah. He was great. Can't, can't really call it a euphemism for pot if you call it Marianne. I'm going to go smoke some Marianne. It doesn't really work that way. No. Uh, anyway, the turtle's in rough shape, but safe. So Good. so hold your calls. Calm down. The turtle Back is to safe. To its owners. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, florida animal rescue yeah thank you guys very much thank you also for uh brian for bringing songs to the middle of the show we're gonna play one yeah. now brian why don't you tell us about this indie in the middle yeah let's go to uh to la for some punk music uh this is a band called for closure two words f-o-r closure okay. uh fronted by vocalist jizz laszlo Whoa. from the band's dr no uk subs in the freeze this is their brand new single carousel their uh, debut album is going to be coming out next year, early 2024. Uh, but if you like Super Chunk, the Doughboys, or Sam I Am, you're going to like this. Here is Foreclosure and Carousel.
It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Woo, the most beautiful body in professional wrestling. I am the baddest dude that walks the streets today, Chump Hogan. And you think about that, Chump, because you... Could not beat me. You could not even beat Sylvester Stallone in the movie Rocky Three. Everybody's chicken to wrestle me. I'll teach you how to hit this ball right over the fence. Come on, it'll be fun. And we returned. Who is that again? Yeah, that's a band called Four Closure. I say it with a space because it's F O R closure a uh, brand new single called carousel big thanks to mind power records for sending this one along very nice yeah. very nice as yeah. always. big thanks to them brian's got contacts man he's got like connections. i got contacts i got my my feelers all over the damn place that's right that's that's who you are and now that's who this is hold on why can't oh there it is kind of in a tough spot here tom sorry it's tom Merritt. everybody he is ace detect in the world you know on all the socials i don't know why i'm bringing that up but he's here today to talk about tech news uh all in advance hey. of the daily tech news show hi tom thank you i appreciate it. no one can ever spell ace detect but it you know it's certainly good to get up there <laughs> you're you're the reason i can uh, had i not yeah. known you i probably would have never had a reason to but i wouldn't have known how to spell it yeah, there's know. no one else who spells it the way I spell it. Um, that no. that I, I've, I've told the story before, but the reason my ridiculous username is spelled incorrectly is because when I originally signed up for Concentric ISP mm. in like 1996, I screwed up the sign up. And when I tried to change it, they're like, that username is already taken. So I had oh, to spell it wrong. Crap. And it's stuck. <laughs> and now everyone knows it. It's a household name. It's fine now. Darn yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the shortest I've ever told that story. <laughs> well done. Yeah. We're getting your like it's shorter all the time. You're you're a ver- you're like a flesh version of what I use Chat GPT for. I use it all the time to shorten stuff. That's <laughs> or my. Am I just Chat GPT? <laughs> it's my main use case. I will literally take like an entire show document, copy mm-hmm. the whole thing out, even all the dumb notes and stuff, throw it in there, and say, "Make me a 700 character reduction," and it does a really good job of that. So. <laughs> My chief use of AI right now. Anyway. Yeah, not a bad one for work. No, it's not yeah. bad. It works. It's I, nice I find when I do that with some shows, it works better than others. Mm. Uh, the more facts you want it to include, the worse it gets. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But if it's kind of fluffy and you just need sort of something, yeah, it's yeah. not bad. Like you just like you just want to like, hey, they talked about this, this, and that. It's not too bad. Yeah. And I also I also found this is, you know, I don't know if this is like a war yet. We're, if we're having platform wars, but Google Bard. The latest version of Google Bard did a better job this week or last week mm. for Core than GPT did. So I don't know what that means, but 
I guess. Plenty. What about Claude? Have you tried Claude? No. From Anthropic? But I hate that name already. Yeah. Uh, oh, probably because of the way I'm saying it. Oh. They just say Claude. <laughs> <laughs> I could deal with Claude, but if I'm if I'm required to say it, yeah. annoyingly non-French but trying to sound French. Like yeah. Claude. If I if I'm Claude. if I'm required to go Claude, I think I'm out. I think I can't. Yeah, no, they don't. That's me. They don't require that. I okay, shouldn't. Yeah. I shouldn't do that to them. Uh, well, Tom, it's good to have you here. Let's talk about the 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 the, the bubbling tech news of the day. What's going on? Uh, did you hear about this PS5 Slim kerfuffle? Uh, oh, about is it at the must require an internet connection to use the extra drive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the the facts of the case. Did you did you talk about that? We haven't yet. I just read about it this morning. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the boxes are showing up in retail. Yeah. We still don't know when it's going to go on sale. That's that's kind of a side story here. Is like I think Sony's just like when you run out of the other ones, put these on the shelf yeah. rather than having a launch date. I'm, right. I'm not quite sure. But the boxes are showing up in retail, and and of course some retail employee. Uh, took a picture and it's it's out there. Uh, on the box is a note that says "Internet connection required to pair disk drive and PS5 console on setup," which is weird, uh, and that is causing quite a lot of consternation. Uh, if you buy the PS5 Slim with the disk drive included, will that be the case? Mm. Is this only if you buy the disk drive separately? Mm. Um, is it just at setup, or is it going to be every time you stick a disk in it, like? I mean, obviously, it says to pair the disk drive on setup, uh, but but it's causing a lot of people to go, oh, great, you know, that now I have to rely on the internet when I just want to rely on disks, which particularly for the disk crowd, that's a thing, right? One yeah. of the one of the reasons a lot of people are holding on to only buying games on disks is they they just don't trust the internet, uh, and so so this is particularly designed to well probably not designed intentionally but it, it's particularly well suited let's say to annoying people who like discs so the one that comes with the drive is it just this makes me think it's loose in there and you have to connect it or at least set well, it up i mean yeah possibly the 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 drive is modular right right, right. um but i i think it's attached when you buy it i yeah i haven't opened one up so i can't confirm this, i would but, think so you know, the, yeah the 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 PR pictures make it look like that disc is already attached when you buy the one that comes with it. Right. So, right. So yeah. what they may, so what that probably means if it's attached on the one, you know, if you're not buying it modularly and you're buying it with it, my guess is during setup, it needs you to be online to do something. And that's true of the console itself, right? You got to connect to the internet for the most mm-hmm. part. Although Very some true. people, there are people out there that are just, I'm never hooking this up to the internet. I just want my discs. So the, these are going to be the ones that are the most ticked. If there has to be some kind of internet setup that they don't want to do. Um, and I understand that. I, I think yeah, it's a little be off odd. the grid. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to think from like a, like a technical standpoint, why, why Sony needs you to do that. It's a piece yeah, of hardware right. that you plug sure. in. That, that's, just, that's a good exercise. They need it um, to like lock to your account so that somehow you can't, share it with it a friend be, share your drive a with a friend or a piracy combating thing of yeah. of, of that i i think it's probably a, an authentic parts thing mm. like we want to make sure that that you are only attaching an authentic ps5 mm. uh, disc sure. player which would also be an anti-piracy thing like we don't want you to have some modded uh player that that can play pirated discs yeah. um so it, it's it's probably has to do with any piracy somewhere uh, at the root of it uh, is my guess. Um, I'm sure Sony might say something about like 
wanting to make, protect the users from, you know, those who prey on them with inferior blah, 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 which, right. you know, that's also true. Sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, that that's the only reason I can think of. Or there's some anti-piracy software that it wants to download to that disc and wants to make sure that it's on there at launch. It again, yeah. the only the only reasons I could think of are anti-piracy. Yeah, right? I think you're probably right, and I think that they 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 also want to check that thing to make sure it's got current firmware because those get updated on controllers all the time. I'm having to update they update those. It feels like every up couple. Okay, of there, there's there's a good one that might not be might have to be anti-piracy, although the firmware is always about anti-piracy. But uh, but but saying like at setup, we want to make sure you have the the current firmware. Yeah. You'll connect to the internet for whatever reason along the way, or we can give you a pop up later to tell you there to check for firmware. But it, but we want to make sure you have the freshest at setup. That. That alone, right there, that could be worth. That yeah, could be that it. seems like a thing you'd want to do. It's interesting. What what surprises me is that if these are already showing up in stores, big chain stores, and they're being told, you know, push or whatever they're being told about pushing out current models before you put them on the shelf or whatever, I'm shocked there's not one already leaked and in the in the wild. Like that always happens. That somebody hasn't like bought one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe they have, and they're keeping it quiet. But uh, yeah. I think probably sooner than later we'll see one of those in the wild and then we'll have some more confirmation on this. Also, there's then there's the question of when that guy fires it up, he's not supposed to have it until you know, some other date. Does this give Sony I don't know. I don't I don't like that they that they I don't like it when hardware requires this sort of thing. I think the reason yeah. the reason people even want that test, the reason Sony's making it modular is because people are yes. making this choice. So so feed into that and say, well, all right, you you people making the choice. Here's a peripheral. Done. Done. That's all I got to do. I don't know. Yeah. Things are things are weird now, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'll bet one gets leaked you know, within a week. It'll be interesting to see if Sony responds to it and, and if they do what, what they say about it. But yeah. my, my guess is like, we are protecting the user like Tron. <laughs> <laughs> and we have, uh, uh, we call our new drive Rootkit. Junior, <laughs> they'll throw a disc at the journalists. And oh, brilliant! I would love. And hey, now you're talking. Now you're now we're getting somewhere. I like that. Well, anyway, yeah. uh, we'll talk about that and other cool stories that pop up on the Daily Tech News Show uh, today. I'll be on there today. It's Wednesday. I'd love being on. Tom, is there anything else uh, happening there or elsewhere you'd like to talk about? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, on on DTNS today, I imagine we'll, we're probably. You know what? I could maybe take a look because Sarah's working on the rundown right now. Mm. No, she hasn't got that in there yet, but I mm. bet we're going to talk about Qualcomm's new chips. Uh, interesting bit about the chip is new chips for earbuds use Wi-Fi to improve audio quality. You can do lossless and extend the range oh, wow. farther than Bluetooth. So so in theory, uh, you're like, so you're in the house and you might get better mm-hmm. sound there because you got a Wi-Fi connection, but you leave the house and it might drop a little because you're just Bluetooth somewhere else right is that the idea well uh, the last one i would reverse like yes you're in the house you've got your wi-fi that can improve your audio quality yeah. uh but let's say you've got you're you're on your your phone you're listening to music on your phone in a corner of the house you walk out of the room but you leave your phone we've all probably done this where you you walk a little too far and the audio drops right right, right. Mm-hmm. well if your wi-fi is covering your whole house which you've probably worked hard to do uh, these, this chip can use Wi-Fi to keep that music playing without you, even though you've lost your Bluetooth. Connection. Oh, interesting. I do that all the time where I leave my phone somewhere. Yeah, me too. And I'll be like, why is the music around. cracking up? Oh, because right, my exactly, phone's yeah. way over yeah. there. <laughs> 
Um, like, oh, oh, I broke the cord. And then, right. But then there are times where I'm surprised how far I can go. Like, yeah, you know, like Bluetooth in my head is like early Bluetooth was like, you can't be more than five feet away from this thing. Yeah, that, it could even be in your pocket. Like my phone couldn't be in the pocket if I yeah. wanted a clear signal. Yeah. <laughs> signal got degraded enough. Exactly. Yeah. It had to be like sitting in my hand, which kind of defeats the whole purpose. Yeah. Like what's the point? Uh, well, cool. That's uh, that's something uh, we'll we'll talk about all this stuff later today. Tom Merritt, everybody. And like I said, Ace Detect on the social medias. All right. It's mm-hmm. Ace mm-hmm. Detect. There's just a D. There's no A-C-E-T-E-C-T. Yeah, and once you know the pattern, easy. Piece of cake. Tom Merritt, have a fantastic day. We'll see you too. Bye, buddy. Oh, why won't this work? Okay. Yeah, like what's the point? Oh, well, cool. That's oh, geez. Okay. Did you hear that? That was weird. I heard all that. I heard every bit of it. That was coming from Tom. I think he had. I think it's his routing he does, and I think he switched it over back to what's default. <laughs> but he did it before he disconnected. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. So we caught some of his stream. Anyway, there you go. There's Tom Merritt. Now let's get some recommendals on. Uh, yeah. I didn't see anything from Nicole or have we? Let's oh, see. Oh, yeah. we did. She sent a. She sent a video. Excellent. Um. Okay. So let me pull this up then. Okay. If cool. I still had my audio file from that movie, I could have sent it to you. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, this is not new, this one, right? This is a. No, but it's a good one. It's a really good one to re recommendal. Sure. Uh, this month. We'll take it twice. Uh, everything twice is twice as nice. That's what I think yes. and believe. Everything twice is twice as nice. In the heart of hearts. Okay, let's do this here thing. Well, what do you recommend? I recommend a segment on Wednesdays called Recommendals, and I recommend it because a couple of good friends come by. We talk about cool stuff streaming on services that maybe you have or are currently subscribed to, and uh, we're happy to have them here with us. Let's start with Nicole Spag. Hi, Nicole. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hello. Uh, doing all right. Doing, doing all a right. lot better than yeah. last week. How's, yeah. how's Mateo doing? Is he, is he, uh, He's doing... We're we're over we're over the the hump. Oh, so we're we're on the mend. All right. Good, good, good. good. <laughs> Carter might have to get her tonsils out. Uh, what? Yeah. So this is the second oh. time she's gone on an international trip. Where when she got home, she has tonsil stones or whatever those are yeah. called. Oh, wow. Okay. And the little white things, right? Yeah, little white things that jam up in your. You can pull. You can get them out. I've seen videos. Yeah. It's horrible. Terrible. I used to. I used to knock them out with my tongue. Ooh. <laughs> you just kind of go, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she's got one of them out. The other one's still in there, but her doctor's like, yeah, you may, may end up having to get those out. So. Really? Well, just over like tonsil stones? At all. I know. Jeez. There's like a, there's a device. There's like a, like a, almost like a tooth, tooth cleaner, like a jet water thing. Like a water pick can, kind of thing. That yeah. You but it's for yeah. your tonsil stones. <laughs> Interesting. So, have you ever anyone else I, ever had one? Brian, you ever have a tonsil stone? Never had a ton. Never heard of a tonsil stone. I've I've so. heard of them, never had one. My tonsils are still here, um, not removed. Kim's has her still, but I still have mine as well. Yeah. All all my kids have them except now this thing with Carter. So I don't know. They're they're just like every time this happens, she gets like really horrible cough. Like it it's it's a whole yeah. thing. Anyway, I had mine out at twenty one, and I I wish I had better news for her. It is. <laughs> awful it's miserable it's right awful. it's terrible it's awful yeah. it's awful. horrendous get yeah. all that ice cream you can get i hated it uh I also asked. with us uh tonsil i don't know if he's tonsil free or not but randy's here also hi randy jordan good morning morning stream i am i'll tell you what i am i am 
uh, at a loss for words. Yeah, I, I I couldn't even imagine how to enter this conversation. So I, looking around, I, I'm blown away by Randy being at a loss for words. I, yeah. That seems to be a thing I never ever thought I'd hear. Yeah, my usual always... radio thing, that trick they teach you in college, is you just look around and you start talking right mm, yeah. about whatever you're seeing. So sure. like, I'm like, that oh, I look, believe. Scott's, Scott's wearing a Utah sweater. Uh, sure. Hey, is. have you seen the videos of this guy who interviews people at Utah and at BYU and compares them? Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't oh, seen that. No, I have not it's seen that. It's hysterical. Yeah. I'm going to send you a link. His TikTok channel is so freaking funny. So he All just right. finds um, two people and compares them? Yeah, he goes back and forth between Utah and BYU and asks people the same oh, questions. Gotcha. Like, okay. Like, who is this picture a picture of? And the people at Utah are like, oh, that's Beyonce. And the people at BYU are like, I have no idea. I've never seen that person. Yeah. The way the way I was visualizing was he walks up and finds two people walking along the campus and says, oh, you're taller than him. Oh, yeah, you're you're blonder than he is. He <laughs> <laughs> just compares the two people he finds walk, yeah, that he walks up to. That, that would be a hell of a, of a TikTok channel, for sure. Yeah, I don't think that would go very well a very, for a very long time. Anyway. That's interesting. You'll have to send me a link. I'm curious about it. Yeah, apparently, apparently Utah is just like a, a place of normal people. Yeah, University of Utah is a very normal campus. It's a very, like, what you'd think of a college campus in America. It's U of U's fine. BYU's got some stuff. They got some issues. Sure, it's a little sure. weird over there. You can't even have a beard. Or no, maybe they changed that this year. I can't remember, but I don't think, I think, yeah, for the longest time they had a dress code or a, a conduct code thing, and part of it was no beards. And, and oh, they really? have an honor code, which is very interesting. Oh, yeah, that honor code. You, you, you look up soaking everybody. Anyway, moving on. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Uh, I don't need to. I already know what it you is. You already so. know what it is. <laughs> um, all right. We are going to dive right in. Randy or Brian, we're going to start with yours. You got a clip here for us. What's, what's I up? I have a clip and uh, this, I'm going to use the same joke I've used a couple times, but it was great to watch a series that put uh, Luke Skywalker, Captain Pike, uh, President Roslin and Elliot from E.T. all in one place. Uh, that it, just it sounds very sci-fi. Yes, very, very. It's a whole big sci-fi thing. It's a sci-fi convention, really, is what it is. Um, pretty sure ninety percent of the audience knows what I'm talking about, but let's play the clip for the other ten percent. All right, here you go. Mr. Pym has some important paperwork for each of you. Ooh, paperwork from the Pym Reaper. Always a blast. Yeah, I prefer not to sign anything without my guy looking at it first. Well, we're on the subject, and hate to be the one to put this out, but if there were ever any one of us collecting or even bartering in family secrets, I think we all know who that is. Aw, f you very much, Victorine. No infighting. Jesus, have some dignity. You, you want to watch me sign it? I'll sign it right now. How do you spell Froderick? All right, get the jokes out now, because this isn't funny. Fortunato is the reason you exist. It's the reason you can have your little knockoffs, your... Heart implants, your debutante balls. Debutante balls, is that what you think I do? The company is the family, and we expect each of you to defend it with your life. And if anyone, anyone comes after us, we will exhaust our arsenal until the threat's neutralized. By neutralized, do you mean sued into oblivion, taken out of the board, out of the will, on the streets? Neutralized. Like dead. I don't know what this is. 
<laughs> like dead. That is uh, Fall of the House of Usher. Oh. Uh, the newest Mike Flanagan miniseries on Netflix. Get watching it because Halloween is uh, just a few days away. And boy, oh boy, is this the Halloweeniest of Halloween things that he's done. Um, this is uh, his adaptation of not just the Poe uh, short story, The Fall of the House of Usher, but kind of all. <laughs> well, not all, but <laughs> like all the biggies, all of Poe's greatest hits represented here uh, in uh, uh, The Fall of the House of Usher. You get your Pit and the Pendulum, The Raven, uh, uh, Rumorg, uh, Masculine of the Red Death, Telltale Heart, all that stuff. And it's all modernized with a family that makes um, the Roys look like the Tanners on Full House. Oh, uh, the, the, wow. the Roys from Succession. These people <laughs> are horrible. <laughs> they sound like but excellent. You love, yeah, but you love watching them. You just cannot stop watching Is it watching. gory? Is it gory? Uh, it's it's gory. There's some blood. Yeah. It's uh I mean Flanagan's but, not that gory though with his stuff. It's usually kind of a mix. Right. It's not it's not slasher movie gory, but there's there's a fair amount. It's not like I I, I for me it's everything like past Saw. You know the movie oh, Saw. This is Saw. yeah, this is pre this is not as gory as Saw. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that sounds right for Flanagan. And this is his last uh, joint on Netflix before the jump. Oh, is to, it really? um, Yeah, because he's over at Prime now doing new stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. he lost, there was a big well, big deal about that because they're not going to do the second season of um, the Midnight, not Midnight Mass, the other one, Midnight oh, um, Story Club. Uh, Midnight <laughs> that, Club? Yeah, that's it. Midnight, was that just Midnight Club? Midnight right? Club. That was last year's, yeah. his big thing last yeah. year. And every year he's had something, right? Like the... Every year, yeah, haunted house, house, hill house, haunted hill, or the haunting of Bly Manor, and uh, yeah, yeah. I think this is it. So no more. Cool. Well, this is he's going out with a bang because this is fantastic. Yes, Randy. I went out of my way to not see any like trailer or any anything written about this thing. I want to go in completely cold. So, but I have to ask: when you say Captain Pike, you mean Bruce Greenwood and not Anton Mount? Yes, I mean Bruce Greenwood. Yep. Uh, So let me give you a rundown of who you get in this thing because it's a fantastic cast. I think of all of his things, this is probably the the most recognizable list of cast members. Even though you do get his his uh, his typical go tos like Henry Thomas, who I think has been in everything. Uh, Kate Siegel, who's his wife and who I think has been in everything. Um, you also get Carla Gugino, uh, who often is often in all those things too. Yeah. Oh, is she really? Yeah. Okay. She was in, um, the house. Oh, she was the mom one. in the house. Right. Yep. Yeah. When she was older and then she was the, or yeah, the, right. The mom to, to the kid from ET. <laughs> What's his yes. name? You just said his name, Henry Thomas. Henry and then Thomas, the yeah. other one, uh, the other person that's always in these things is Bruce Greenwood is often in his, uh. His stuff. Oh, and he's is he in this. really? Okay. See, yeah. I didn't remember him being in in these as well. All right, uh, Mary McDonald, who you know as President Rosalind from uh, Battlestar Galactica. That's who you're hearing prominently in. That's um, what's in so familiar in her voice. I couldn't place yes. it. Okay. She she's excellent. So she's basically Bruce Greenwood's sister. Bruce Greenwood is the the uh, patriarch of the family, the father of these six horrible children. Horrible, horrible children. <laughs> Um, Mary McDonald plays, uh, Madeline, uh, Usher, his, his sister. They have a great origin story. It's just fantastic. And then all of his children are, uh, Henry Thomas, Kate Siegel, uh, Rahul Cole, Samantha. Okay. okay hold on. Yep. Y- yep. Rahul Kuli. That's the sheriff Rahul from Midnight Mass. Yeah. 
Um, yes. Yes. I think that's right. Yes. Yeah, Sheriff Hassan in Midnight Mass. There yes. he is. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah. And he was also in um, Haunting a Blind Manor as Owen Sharma and uh, Ravi Chakrabari in uh, iZombie. Oh, okay. No, he's great. Sam- this is Flanagan sure likes to bring his friends everywhere and goes, doesn't he? He does. Uh, another one is Samantha Sloyan, who was big in Midnight Mass. She was the 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 super churchy. Was she? She wasn't a nun, though. Was she? She was just a super no, churchy. Yeah, she's just, uh, she's just yeah. an evil helper. <laughs> an evil helper, exactly. <laughs> um, she was on Scandal and Grey's Anatomy and all that. And then, um, kind of the newcomer. Uh, well, I guess she was also in Haunting of Bly Manor, but she, like, in the last few years, we have been seeing Tanya Miller, uh, T apostrophe N-I-A Miller, it might be Tanya Miller, Tanya Miller, mm-hmm. um, but you've seen her recently in, um, uh, oh God, what was the, uh, was it uh, the peripheral? She was the, kind of the villain in the peripheral. Oh, uh, she's the, yeah. the black woman with a shaved head who is... The most fascinating person to watch. Yeah, I don't know what it so, is about her. She's so interesting, dude. I'm with you 100. Really yeah. Um, she was also in the Diplomat. She was in uh, uh, Foundation. Uh, Sex Fortuna, Education Sex too, education. right? Yeah, she's yeah. great. Really, really good. She is great. Um, th- those all are the the, the people who play uh, um, his children. And then you've got a, a little guy named Mark Hamill who plays uh, Pim the. The uh, lawyer, the family's lawyer, who might be deep down the most evil one of them all, but you don't know it. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That's cool. Um, God, the whole the whole thing. I, we we finished the uh, final episode. Oh, yeah, Carl Lumbly. I don't want to skip past Carl Lumbly because um, you remember him from um, – well, just recently in Dr. Sleep, uh, which a couple of you guys just watched, um, but also um, – Alias, uh, also also directed by uh, Flanagan, by the way, Doctor Sleep. He just oh, takes right. He just right. pulls he these does. people everywhere right. he goes. People, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Um, let's see, uh, Captain America: Brave New World. He was Isaiah Bradley. Um, oh, I'm sorry, not not Captain America. The the um, the other Captain America or the Falcon Falcon Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier yeah, he was also um, really good in Alias. That's where I first saw him. I think he was he was fantastic in Alias. Yeah, yeah. really good on there. Um, oh, and I forget he's uh, he's a, a longtime DC um, voice actor. Whenever they need the, the Martian Manhunter guy, he's very cool. Is that right? Character. Right, John Jones. Yes, yeah. exactly. He's awesome. Yeah, and even was uh, John Jones on Supergirl? Oh. oh no, he was the he was John Jones' dad on oh. Supergirl. <laughs> Supergirl, the TV show. Supergirl, the TV show. Gotcha. Yeah, the the Berlanti uh, Supergirl deal. Yeah, um, anyway. Uh, follow the House of Usher. If I've not talked you into it yet, please let me uh, email me directly, and I'll talk you into it. Here's, here's but, what you can do for me. Mm. So now we now get a new series from Flanagan every year, right? We got Hill House yeah. and Midnight Mass. And last year was a stumble. Midnight Club was purposeless, and uh, I was a little disappointed. But it's because yeah. he's his stuff is so good. Otherwise, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Are you yeah. are you saying this is a return to form? Without a doubt, this is. Um, I enjoyed. I think House on Haunted Hill. Prior to this, this uh, um, fall of House of Usher, I think I put House on Haunted Hill or whatever the first one was. Haunting of Hill House. Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Listen, Haunting Hill and House. They use that so much yeah. in different forms in movies and TV shows. Yeah. That prior to watching this was my favorite Flanagan. I think this moved it up. 
like this 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 became number one and and I'm sorry moved um the haunting of hill house down oh down a slot i'd love that one too slot, huge yeah. fan i really like that one that and midnight mass were kind of fighting for first place so it'll be interesting to see what i think of this one how long is this like six episodes or uh this is eight episodes eight. uh each one is about an hour uh brainbow bright asks is it scary scary it is um it is uh, um, <laughs> this is great. Yeah. It's suspenseful. Okay. Scary. Okay. It's there's a couple. There's very very few jump scares over the course of eight episodes. Maybe two jump scares. Um, but but it's all in the suspense and the mystery and the way that the story is told. And it's it's largely told in in flashback. You'll find that out in the first episode. Um, and that God, it's just. It's just brilliant, brilliantly done. That's what I liked about uh, Midnight Mass is it wasn't necessarily scary. I mean, it was, yeah. But it's a different. It's what you're trying to explain here. It's a different kind of yes. scary. It's what Flanagan it's does different. actually. His does, whole thing. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the, if you look at all five of his um, shows, they're all, um, they're all very different styles of horror. Yeah. Uh, haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor. Um, you know, one's a haunted house movie. The other one's kind of like a a historical um, thing. Midnight Mass was more of like a, you know, an island that's plagued by monsters, uh, witches and stuff. I'm trying to remember exactly what Midnight Mass is, uh, <laughs> the issue with Midnight Mass was. Yeah. Um, and then Midnight Club is your is your smaller kind of anthology story about a bunch of, uh, a bunch of kids. But Fall of the House Usher is... Um, and don't forget his movies. Yeah, like his movies everybody has slept on this movie called Hush that he and his wife made. Oh, it's so good. And it's so yeah, good. it is so good. 2016 oh. Oculus, the uh, 2013 is also very good. It's nothing to do with VR. Um, <laughs> his other, oh, his uh, Gerald's Game adaptation I thought was awesome, and that was right, which yeah. features your uh, uh, features your Bruce Greenwood and Carla Gugino, uh, yep. Gugino and the lead the two leads, right? Yep. That book. Gave me the frickin' willies, and I thought the show, or I thought the the movie was kind of dead on. And of course, Doctor Sleep. Anyway, he's just yeah. great. So I'm very happy yeah, to hear this the, is a nice return to to form. Doctor Sleep is the only one of these, only one of his movies that I've seen. So now I need to put his um, uh, his his uh, list on here. The word is he's uh, going over to the very first thing he's going to do at Prime is a proper television version of the dark Knight series which i could not be more excited about. <laughs> can i tell you another thing that he's currently working on mm. ready to have your mind blown he's working on a remake to tommy wiseau's the room oh my lord really starring bob odenkirk <laughs> why <laughs> Kate Siegel. why uh, is he doing that that's i don't crazy. know <laughs> that's really weird is there is there a way to win it feels like it's, it's you're just setting yourself up to either make something that's good that everyone doesn't care because it's, Oh, well, it's good. It, it was more fun when it was a bad movie sure. or you don't do it well. And then you get, uh, uh, lambasted for that. Yeah, I don't yeah. feel like there's any way to win with this. Yeah. Well, he's cool. I'm glad this is good. I can't wait to watch it. That's Netflix. Correct. <laughs> yes, that's right. The fall of the house of Usher on Netflix. Again, bear into it and, and uh, watch it before Halloween because it's, it's fantastic. Nice. All right, let's roll over to Nicole. Nicole, I got a clip oh. here from you. Anything you want to say about it? I know we've, uh, we've covered it before, but we're going to revisit yeah. it today. We'll go back to it since it's a Halloween type movie. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I just watched it. It's okay. 
Yeah. Oh, it's fun. All right. It's all right. I mean, I didn't like love it, but it's a meh, a mecca. You'd call it a mecca, mecca, mental. All right. I think I enjoyed it more than you did. Did you like, did you really enjoy it? I'm curious to talk about it. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about why I enjoyed it. All right. Well, here's your, here's your bit of a clip and then we'll, then we'll talk. You're the one with the real. Whoops. Power. It's kind of quiet. And all you got to do is take it back. How do I do that? Focus on your needs. I mean, I just haven't thought about any of my needs in years. But if you were to stop focusing on his needs, what would happen? If I don't... Yeah, what would what? happen? Stop focusing on his needs. What would happen? He won't grow to full power. Exactly. He won't grow to full power. What? That's so weird. Why would you phrase it like that? But yes, he's right. He's absolutely right. (laughs) All right. Tell us again about Renfield. Renfield is uh, streaming on Amazon Prime, I believe. Mm. Is it Prime? Yeah. Uh, It is Uh, Prime, yes. Yep. Uh, So the stars Nicolas Cage is Count Dracula. And who's the guy that plays Renfield? Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. Otherwise known as this little uh, this little movie uh, about uh, drive across the desert called Thelma and Louise. Yeah, Thelma and Louise. No, Furry and Louise. Fear and loathing. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. No, some, some other what? desert movie. It's furry choke. I don't know what it is. Something oh my like god, guys, stop it! Oh, it was Mad Max. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, he was in Mad Max. Yes, he was. <laughs> what a lovely day. Of course he was. Look, anyway. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I found an old Entertainment Weekly with Fury Road on it. I'm going to send it to you. Whoa! Oh, my gosh. What? Wow. <laughs> like before it came out, like it was a preview issue or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I would yeah. pay you for that. I don't know why I held on to it, but I found wow, it no in. Kidding. That's because you, you're that good of a friend and you knew that holding on to it was going to be amazing for us one day. You and I would share this moment. This is fantastic. <laughs> She just has to pull it out of the, the bottom yeah. of the parakeet's cage, but it'll be it'll be on its way to you. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So what so what anyway. what is, what is it about this movie you felt was kind of meh for you? Because Brian really well, kind of raved about it or didn't rave. I really liked it. Yeah, liked it. it's a different take. I mean, it, it's it's a bit gory. I mean, I don't. I do not like Nicholas Cage's teeth. <laughs> Oh really? Oh. His teeth really bothered me. Weird. <laughs> that's a valid. That's a valid uh, oh, it issue. Just, sure. It was just a. It was just a different take. I still don't understand how Renfield got his powers. I know it was bugs, but I don't understand why. Because like, Dracula bit him, but but did not transfer his full the full vampire powers over to him. So I think I got lost in the semantics of how this all worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's like basically he just gets enough from the bugs to give him some powers, but not the full on uh, vampire I, powers. I still don't understand it. Anyway. <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having such major deja vu right now because like you, you did recommend this like three months ago, yeah, right? It was like July, yeah, in or, July or June. Okay, okay. Yeah. Something right. like that. Yeah, yeah. So this is an uh, inter- interesting take. I'm looking at his teeth. There are a lot of them. There's a lot. <laughs> I didn't notice this before in like trailers and stuff, but he's got like I don't know four times the amount of normal teeth in that. Yeah. Mouth yeah. Is. So is like that a kind of a penny, Pennywise thing going on there? A little bit. Yeah. A little it, bit. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. um, it's kind of like there's a. It's a very um, 1940s horror teeth. I'm trying to think. Was it was it just Bela Lugosi's Dracula that had teeth like that? I don't recall or, any teeth being like that in, in Dracula. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to say that some old 
movie vampire had teeth like that. And maybe it was, I, I also might be thinking of uh, Barnabas Collins from uh, Dark Shadows too. Oh, oh yeah. No, that's yeah. a, that's a, I could see you doing that. But yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't remember. Um, I mean, this just seems like too many teeth, even for, for a vampire. Mm-hmm. Vampires are supposed to just have the two and you make the two holes, you know, everyone's well, got no, them you- in their neck. You've got to have more than just two teeth. Well, sure, uh, but you don't like, need you don't need a hundred more. Look at all those. Here, all I'll, them. I'll give you a picture. I, I mean, I will say it was fun to kind of see. It, it was a different take to kind of do this self help, oh, and that's what sorry. you heard in the clip. He's he's mm-hmm. trying. He's in an abusive relationship. <laughs> he's just now realizing it after hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I'm, I mean. Aquafina is fine, as, <laughs> but had, I did not enjoy. Good. I don't you're, enjoy you're her in a serious way. Yeah, you're speaking my language. I, she she is so hit and miss for me. There are times where I yeah. really appreciate her, and then there are times where I'm like, I cannot stand what you're doing right yeah. now. This one is yeah. this one is Aquafina at about a level. Like if Aquafina's Nora from Queens is ten, and I would say that is kind of like the the bar by which you measure all other Aquafina. Peak Aquafina. Then uh, Shang-Chi is probably a four or three. And uh, this is probably a seven or an eight. You had me at peak. Like I loved her, her voice acting in Raya. Yeah. Oh, and did you see her. that movie where she, where her grandmother is dying and yes, she was wonderful in that. She was I fantastic that in that. Yes. And that's, that's Aquafina at about a one or a two. The and farewell. The, the farewell, farewell. That was, was called. Never heard of yes, that. and no. that boy, I, if the best the best Aquafina thing, I think. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, well, and she was in uh, Crazy Rich Asians too, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yep. that was about a I level like four. In- level four. That Aquafina. was like a four. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. this is great. The that was scale. a medium, medium to hot. Uh, <laughs> I think I just, this needs to be a diagram. <laughs> oh yeah, this I just is didn't cool. Enjoy her in this movie. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was just I never seen the farewells. This worth seeing. This looks good. Oh yes, yes. This will this will make you say, oh my god, I love Aquafina. Like this is the this is the I think the best thing that she's done, hmm. um, and is also the most showcasey of her acting work. It's got that uh, T Ma guy, Tai Ma. I think is how you say his name. Um, I love that actor. I, I'll want, you know what? T- today's recommendal has pushed me toward a completely different movie with totally different actors. <laughs> you've rec- you've recommended Scott right into the farewell. Yeah, yeah. appreciate that. If you're that. looking for a, a Halloween type movie, Renfield is it's okay. Uh, if you're looking for something Dracula based, I guess. <laughs> if you're looking it's for not something your normal, <laughs> Dracula based your movie is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and it's just different dracula based with a heavy uh tooth buff uh that you're in you're in luck everybody did did any of the dracula stuff ever come out from the universal dark universe thing or was it did we just get uh i don't think so we just got wolfman and um what are you talking about well for a hot minute there the yeah, mummy, Universal right? Universal is going to try and compete. The mummy, that's it. Universal oh. is going to try and compete with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and int- reintroduce all of their monster characters one right after another, culminating in kind of like a team up kind yeah. of situation. Interesting. Yeah. And, it reminds uh, me of a book that me and Mateo, the series we're reading, hmm. it's on Audible called Ghost Sitter. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would recommend that one if you have kids and you're looking for a great set of books. And it's all monster te- team up. So, nice. Huh. Is it? Uh, it has the a, mummy. It has Dracula. It has zombie. 
How, how's too, who's too young for that? Or what's the age cap, would you say, for that book? I don't, I'm, well, I'm 47. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> no, I mean like for the kids, because obviously you're reading it with Mateo. So oh, is he? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ava, Ava's eight and she's fine with it. Okay. I mean, okay. it's, and it's all, so it's through Audible mm. and it's, it's all separate voice actors. So it's almost like a radio program. I always like those when they're done right. Sometimes they're bad, but I like I like group audiobooks. Like yeah, the, the it's called uh, Glow Sitter, and there's four books on Audible. If wor- part wor- of your uh, World War Z was like that, and it was amazing. If you want to hear one of the best performances really? Alan Alda ever did, inside or outside of television, he did this amazing segment of World War Z, the book, not the movie, nothing to do with the movie, but the book is all these actors, famous actors doing parts, and it was so good. Oh my gosh. I love that. So now we've recommended like eight things on top of this. I know, I know. Renfield. So, other than the Renfield. Farewell. According to the Dark Universe wiki, so the first one, as Rainbow Bright pointed out, is Dracula Untold. That's the, the first movie is part of that Dark Universe. So I guess I need to watch that now. But then we had The Mummy, The Invisible Man. Renfield apparently is part of, according to this wiki, listed as part of the the Universal Dark Universe. Oh, really? really? As is the last voyage of the Demeter, which was the the movie that is based on one chapter of the of the Dracula book. Oh, so they're still doing? They're still making a thing like a yeah, like the there's another Universal Monsters film 2024 that's in pre production. The Invisible Woman, The Wolfman, Van Helsing, all in development, which blows my mind. That uh, I thought they'd it. abandoned this project. Yeah, I thought this all got left at the on the floor. Yeah. And I guess you know what, but they probably done is scaled back because it's no longer Tom Cruise and you know who was who was supposed to be Doctor um, Doctor Opposite Crow was, Russell Crowe. Uh, that's it. Yeah, was your your Doctor uh, Cla- Doctor Frankenstein? Frank, no, it was Doctor the other one that takes the drink and turns bad. Oh, uh, in, uh, Doctor Jekyll, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, yes, Hyde Dr. Jekyll. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think probably they just scaled back their star power and they're still trying to do something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise yeah. is like, I'm out. I'm doing other stuff. Uh, all right. Well, excellent. There's your uh, second of four recommendals. Now let's move to our third of four, and it's Randy. Randy, tell us about your clip before I play it. So, yes, we're all kind of on, on Halloween week, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is a movie that's uh, 30 years old. It had its 30th anniversary edition come out this past summer. And uh, Max immediately put that remastered version on mm-hmm. streaming. And it looks great, sounds great, and it's a great old uh, comedy with a, a Halloween name. It's not really a Halloween movie, but it really has a Halloween name. And I just grabbed a clip from the first scene of the movie. All right, here you go. So tell me again, why did you pick up with Sherry? Tony, I told you already, all right? She's a thief. You don't honestly believe that. Tony, she's a klepto, all right? Listen, to this day, I still don't know where my cat is. Every time you meet a nice girl that you can get close to, you come up with some paranoid reason why you should break up with her. That's not true. I broke up with those girls for very good reasons. Oh, really? Yes. Really? What about Jill? She was in the mafia. She was in the mafia? Yes, the Cosa Nostra. The whole time we went out, she didn't tell me what she did for a living. Charlie, she was unemployed. She didn't have a job. Well, that's just a perfect cover now, isn't it? All right, all right. What about Pam? She smelled like soup. <laughs> so 
<laughs> That's clearly Mike Myers, but I don't know the movie. Oh, it's oh, yeah. So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, well, shit, I've seen that. How come I don't remember all that yeah. dialogue? I don't remember any well, of that. Whoa, man. Hard, yeah, hard, I, I, I can capture oh. that. I couldn't. I can't stand that one little part. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> it drives me crazy. But uh, it's such a great film uh, written by a guy named Robbie Fox, who this is his best, the most uh, famous film he's ever written, mm. directed by Thomas Schlamm, who's really a, a TV guy, but... Uh, they they brought in Mike Myers, gave him this character, and let him invent other characters as well to put in the movie. For instance, he plays his own dad, and he just uh, <laughs> imitates his actual real-life dad. Mike Myers' dad was this weird <laughs> oh, really? person, and uh, he does a bunch of ad-libbing that ends up becoming an, another uh, movie or series, you know, 25 years later. Mm. Uh, it's just – it's really, really funny – uh, Nancy Travis is the axe murderer that he marries, and uh, it just got all of these, you know, comic vignettes. You got to rewatch it. You got to see Phil Hartman. It's been a while, oh, but I remember I used to love that movie. But I'm, it's been so long, I don't remember Jack. <laughs> this is the uh, tour, the Alcatraz tour guide. Oh, oh my yeah. god, yeah. one of uh, one of my favorite. He's in there for four minutes, but he's so fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, this is- I, also appearances by Charles Grodin, Stephen Wright. Um, uh, uh right what's her well. name uh amanda Plummer is oh, right. is the yeah. the friend who he just can't figure out what you know like what in the world is going on mm. um right. that's a uh, honey bunny from pulp fiction was she oh, also right. um yeah honey bunny she, why, why am i thinking she was in dirty rotten scoundrels what am i thinking of who who is that that's uh, somebody else glenn headley probably no maybe think who? of uh the fisher king oh okay no who it is now yeah, you did. And then it. Uh, he was just in in that clip you played. He was uh, talking to Anthony Lapaglia, who is such a great straight man for Mike Myers. They have, yeah. they just have incredible chemistry. And like I say, this is a 30th anniversary. It came out 30 years ago. Uh, I I I just rewatched it so I could feel the feels, and it it never lets up. Mm. Funny, <laughs> fun, heartwarming. Dang, 30 years. So that'd have been 93, 92. Yeah, jeez. That's, yeah. crazy. That's crazy. I don't like thinking about that. Too much time has passed. Uh, where was this streaming? Sorry. It's on Max. Max. And like I say, they have the the new 30th anniversary edition, which did not add or subtract anything. It's just uh, remastered in 4K. And uh, like I say, what what really struck me was that it sounds real good. They mm. did a they did a very good job on the sound for this thing. A lot of these like 30 and 40 year old movies, when they go to streaming, uh, they end up with that upside down sound problem where you can hear all the ambience much louder than the dialogue. Yes. <laughs> and this, this was great. He may have been yeah. just out of SNL at this point, right? Like had just left or maybe was close to leaving. He may have filmed it while he was still a cast member, but it was right around the time that he was leaving and about to explode with. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that up. timeline exactly. Yeah, um, I know, like I know that Mike Myers in his book, he talks quite a bit about the development of, his character of his own dad, mm. because of course, you know, the book is a autobiography. He talks a lot about growing up with his dad. And, uh, it's just, it's just shocking to see this thing. Cause like you, you would think it wouldn't age well, you know, mm. you would think this is, yeah. it's too far, you know, like the love guru didn't, uh, wasn't good to start and it's aged terribly, you know? Mm. Yeah. But, uh, no, this is, it's perfect beginning right. to end. Nicole, you said you've seen this. Oh yeah. When it came out, mm. I loved it. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's a great. good rewatch too. It holds up. Yeah. Cool. Well, good. I'm going to watch it. I'm already watching one of your recommendals, Randy, tonight. I think it's tonight. Well, anyway, Kim and I are watching that 
uh, It Follows thing based on your Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Good, good, good. And Kim was excited because uh, I hadn't seen it. And she's like, finally, one you haven't seen. So we're going to watch it. <laughs> oh, crazy that she's seen it and you haven't. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, no, Wait. she hasn't seen it either. We're both going to see it for the first time. Oh, 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 gotcha. Okay. She's just tired Wait. of me. Of oh, I'm, I have always seen stuff that I that we do for horror movies. And it's because I feel like I'm vetting them for her a little bit. Because she's like Nicole. <laughs> she doesn't like the gore. She doesn't like slashers. And sure. so I'm like, well, I've seen this one and it's okay. So that's how we've been doing it. But this one is based purely on Randy's recommendation. So Randy, if you're wrong, I'll let you know. All right. Well, my pitch, my pitch has uh, evolved. I'm, I'm now on the whole thing where a scary movie has a cast that's entirely made up of 19 to 24 year old actors mm-hmm. that are like really good. They're just not really well known yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, this is, it follows as the pinnacle of that. Oh, good. So like try to try to enjoy the the actors and their right. their you know take on their own characters and they just have you know fun in this movie. I'm in. Uh, all right, here's mine. You're gonna hear. <laughs> I'll tell you right now the title of this is gonna sound like I did a uh, like what I did last week. So last week I talked about predators inside the Boy Scouts of America as uh, for a documentary and you might think scott no more of that please it's all very depressing i don't want to hear about it anymore <laughs> right this yeah. week it's literally called predators but it's not anything about people it's a nature documentary and here's a clip see if you recognize the voice in tanzania serengeti a notorious brotherhood of cheetahs they command this vast hunting territory but their status is under attack. Rivals are closing in. The battle is no longer just to stay on top, but to stay alive as they try to cling on to their mighty alliance. Anyone recognize the voice? Hmm, it's no. Tom Hardy. It's Tom Hardy. Oh, is it really? Uh, oh, wow. I don't think I've ever heard his actual voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Tom. In fact, the closest you get to real Tom Hardy voice, I feel like, is probably Star Trek Nemesis is the closest to his okay. real accent. Wow. Because <laughs> you, So you're not wrong. He's always affecting a different yeah, thing. Like Peaky Blinders or Venom or... Mm-hmm. Uh, always different. Even yeah. Max Rockentowski, his greatest role ever. Um, anyway, uh, this is a show called Predators, and it's a series, a mini series of nature documentaries on Netflix, uh, produced by Netflix in conjunction with the BBC. And whenever you say BBC and nature documentaries, you can automatically most for most of the time you can assume, oh, this is going to be quality because those people don't know how to yeah. make bad nature documentaries. And even though this one's a little bit on the side of like. We got an edgy voice like Tom Hardy. It's we, we're using music that's very evocative. It's all about these animals fighting for control of the Serengeti and all this sort of thing. It seems like it might be a little over the top compared to your usual Richard Attenborough kind of business, mm-hmm. but it's really, really interesting and good uh, look, deeper look at actual predator class animals and how they they live and how they survive and who their prey is and this sort of thing. Um, I found it to be awesome. I loved every second of it. Um, if I had one complaint, it's a tiny one. The music sounds like Vangelis and that's fine, (laughs) but it doesn't fit exactly. Like it doesn't fit the nature of what I'm seeing necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, so that threw me a little bit in the early parts of it. I kind of forgot about it later, but, um, if you want to see cheetahs do some wild shit and bears and hyenas and just like, (laughs) it is some cool, it is some cool stuff. Like I've never seen a cheetah take down a um oh what was it? It wasn't your typical wildebeest situation. It was some other weird animal. 
it's an alpaca or something. I forget. But the way this thing latches onto its prey and won't let freaking go, and I don't know, there's something about it. I am in the mood for these right now. Um, I'm, I'm tired of humans, so I want to watch some animals for a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be watching more sure. of these things. Uh, there's a brand lately. New- I feel like when I'm watching humans, I'm watching animals. So <laughs> right, you're watching predators, really. At the yes, end of the exactly, day, exactly. Yes, uh, it's very good though. And Tom Hardy did a great job with the VO. I, I wouldn't mind hearing him do more. Um, well. So, I have a recommendation for you. Give it. Uh, this is the weirdest thing. Like I, I'm trying to imagine you watching it. Tom Hardy narrated a uh, football club documentary. Oh, really? It's called It's called All or Nothing Tottenham Hotspur, and oh. it's streaming on Amazon Prime right now. And you can go, you could go put this on and just listen to Tom Hardy talk about Premier League football. Oh, interesting. <laughs> really? uh, wow. Hotspur. There it is. So they've got a few of these as a series. There's Manchester City, Arsenal. Uh, the, he, he specifically narrates this one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. check this out. I, I was really impressed. I thought he's not the kind of guy where you'd go, Oh, you know what this documentary needs? The voice of Tom Hardy. It's just not something you'd think of, <laughs> but it really wrapped itself around me <laughs> during the watching of this thing. I really liked it. So That's anyway, go check it out. Yeah, I, and I'm. I just want to make make it really, really clear. I am not a Hotspur uh, fan. <laughs> this is not. This is not something that I have any interest in whatsoever. Right? Yeah. But like, I just came across this, and it saw his name, and I'm like, I'm going to listen to him talk. I mean, and it's great. If you said to me, "Hey, Scott, what do you think a Totting Tottingham Hotspur is?" I would have said like the way you do your meat in Europe or something. Like, it, <laughs> it doesn't sound like Wait, a just real doing thing. A plate of Tottingham Hotspur. <laughs> exactly. So. So I'll do you one better. I didn't know it was a team. So there you go. Until you find out about Crystal Palace. Yeah, no no (laughs) kidding. Uh, That, again, is a Netflix deal. uh, Originally produced Netflix thing with BBC. It's really, really worth watching. And um, I started. it made me want to jump straight over and start into um, uh, the the Richard Attenborough Earth 2 thing that just Mm. also just launched over there. Uh, So far, also very good. There is some shit about some ants in there. What the what the f is going on with ants, dude? Ants are insane. <laughs> the stuff ants are doing these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this the particular ants are doing these days. Oh my gosh, it blew my well, freaking mind. What's the deal mind. with ants? Yeah, what's going on with ants? I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us now. If you go over to quicktms.li, Brian Ibbett over here has been putting these up in there, uh, so you can just link straight out to stuff. It's a very convenient right. way to All track there. what we did. Yep. It's got all the previous ones as well. Uh, we recommend you go do that. Nicole, anything going on in the wood whispering world you want to mention? Uh, no, but Mateo turns 12 on Saturday, Aww. so I want to wish him a very happy birthday. Oh, that, pu- that, that puberty train coming right right behind him somewhere. It's already here. Oh. Don't, let's not talk about it. Stinky Dorito <laughs> feet for months, years maybe. <laughs> Um, I'm just kidding. That's awesome. That's a big, that's a big milestone. Uh, congrats to him and you guys, uh, for that. Tell Mark to, uh, go make some wooden things. Hey, Randy, uh, film sack this weekend. You want to tell folks what we're doing? We're watching the exorcist. Finally, after yeah. 15 years of film sack, we're watching the exorcist for Halloween. We have never sacked it before, believe it or not. Uh, this is a, the perfect Halloween movie. We have, uh, we have people who've been writing in saying to us, well, I'm not going to watch it. You guys could sack it, but I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. And I, and I'm really interested to find out how that turns out for people. I you know? messed a lot of people up and, uh, and you know, it's not as scary as people think. But it, people watched it at an age where they, where it freaked them the hell out, and they're just not 
they just don't don't have it in them to try it again. Yeah, yeah. I I went to a Halloween party when I was sixteen, and it was like the challenge of the night was, uh, you know, when it, once it's midnight, we're all going to watch The Exorcist, and <laughs> I I don't have like any real memories of that experience, so I'm I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, oh, I wow. need to see it cool. too because it's been a long time. I need to deal with some childhood trauma, get it out of the way. Rainbow uh, Rainbow Bright in the chat says, "No, not me." I know there are right. people just like you. Don't feel bad. I get it. Yeah, I get I it. I get it. Yeah, just know that it's a movie and it's all fake. If you know that going in, you're all right. It's okay. I promise. Uh, all right. Well, Randy, we'll see you this weekend for that, and uh, we yeah. uh, hope you have a grand rest of your week. Oh, right oh, there he goes. <laughs> I don't know if he really. Has I like how he to makes say. it sound like he, like you did it, but he did it. Yeah, I think he did it, but it, but now everyone blames me, and it's fine. Yeah, I'll yeah, take it's it. Fine. Uh, look at this, everybody. We had a text about green burials. You know, we were talking about the whole move toward like yeah, that. Uh, well, because there's that Colorado funeral home that was uh, all about just letting people rot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and did it perhaps too much. That uh, sounds like a little too much. Yes. Micah from Syracuse, New York, wrote in and says, "Good morning, Scott and Brian. I was listening to your episode yesterday where you were talking about funeral homes. My mother died a year ago from lung cancer. She opted for a green burial." She went to a special cemetery where your casket is basically made of a wicker basket material. So when you are buried, you and the basket are, for lack of a better term, composited back to the earth. I hope this gives you some insight on the process. Love the show, though. Micah. Yeah, that part that part makes perfect sense to me. It's the piling up of bodies in a building for too long. <laughs> yes. The not taking them and burying part is the is the part that uh something seems yeah, wrong about. It's a whole you know how to take the reservation, you don't know how to keep the reservation. You gotta take these exactly. people to the burial spot, you gotta put them in there, you gotta be done with it. Um I saw some I saw this video. I wish I had it to share here, because it's just a, it's, it's like very technical you know, like blue water in your diaper kind of video. It's not supposed to be mm-hmm. gross, but it's basically a liquid, a liquefaction version of, um, crema- crematoriums, except it's done oh, really? without any burning, without any O2 or anything like that. And the way they do it is they put them in a little chamber. It almost like, you know, at the mall, Brian, those massage tables that are shooting water on your back. Yes. The ones that are like almost fully enclosed. Yeah. yeah. Like that, except, um, it literally takes the body and the high pressure water in there and something with the temperature too has to be just right, but it pulverizes everything and creates basically a mist. Um, and then the bones stay, but all the flesh, blood, sinew, anything else that you're made of, you're, you're just gasified and sucked into a tank and then your, your bones get ground up and then still given to people in urns as, you know, ashes. And it seemed like a pretty cool way to go. Um, I'm not saying that's what I'll choose, but maybe we'll see mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. day. I want what to be about like, what? Are you, uh, what are you going to use that slurry water to make a, uh, the brownies? What are you going to do with that? Well, no, see what we'll do now that I've learned that the, the, the ashes are only bones anyway. They were never yeah. the flesh yeah. of someone. Yeah. Um, oh, you'll still use I'll the still bones. I'll still have the bones. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when yeah, these, yeah, when yeah, these yeah, old yeah. people that, that, that old folks home eat my brownies, they'll still have my bone brownies. Perfect. Um, I'll throw them a bone if, in in a way, uh, but the but my liquefied gas state that'll just go off into the ether. I think they just bury that or do something like that. Yeah. Anyway, okay. lots of ways to die. Uh, thanks, Micah <laughs> from Syracuse, New York. Appreciate it. Uh, that is going to do it for today's show. Big thanks everybody for supporting us on our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/TMS. This weekend we're doing a play date. You're going to want to be here for this uh, on Friday at 10 a.m. because we're going to be playing the brand new Jackbox 10 collection. 
And there are two or three games on there that I think are must-plays for us, so I am stoked to do this. I think I've already figured the game that Brian's going to dominate. It's going to drive me crazy. You're going to be so good. (laughs) I can't wait then. You're going to totally dominate it. But um, there's some really fun stuff in there. TKO 2 is actually quite a good update on the TK, uh, the, the TKO thing. Um, nice. You can even make a sweater instead of just a t-shirt if you want. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it's sweater KO. Sweater hmm. KO. Yeah. You can choose, basically. Anyway, we're going to be doing that on Friday. It, it's going to be great. So just look forward to that as part of what we do for our patrons and everybody else when we do the public stuff. That's patreon.com slash TMS for details. Uh, yeah, anything else? Anything else coming up going yeah, nothing out? Nothing else. Um, oh, a 311 uh, soundography. We did an episode all about 311. That just went up yesterday. So if you like 311 and you want to come original uh, and your amber is the color of your energy, then by all means head down to soundography and listen to our most recent episode. Now, am I right? You can say this without spoiling anything. Yeah. yeah. I am of the opinion that some of their best work are the last couple of albums and they're recent, like in the last five years yes. they're so yes. good they are really really good yeah yeah people are don't sleep on modern 311 it's legit mm-hmm. good as good as they ever were yep. i'm gonna listen to some yep. today that's what i'm gonna do there you go or listen to our episodes scott i might can, do that as well you can find all found out all about the uh, the band themselves but that but then i have to hear ham and breathing just kidding <laughs> I kid. I joke. I joke and I kid. I kid and I joke. I know. I know. Hey, let's play a song. Do you have a little selection of a song to play? I do. Uh, Aaron in Denver wrote in and said, hey, Scoot and Boot, it's my wife Jen's birthday and she's turning 30. I hope you got her permission to disclose her age. We are currently celebrating by holding daily band meetings while gallivanting across New Zealand. If you could play a cover of or by Jamie T or Kesha, Kadalarha, for her, that'd be fantastic. Or if those two come up short, uh, Bo Burnham's blah, 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 didn't need to go there. Um, <laughs> either way, I'm hoping for a big kiss and a hug right now. Okay, thanks. Love the show, though. Bye. <laughs> <Says Aaron. laughs> That's the best exit I've heard in a while. That's great. Fantastic. Um, yeah, let's go with the Kadalarha cover. And this is uh, a cover of TikTok by a guy named a guy named Mark Lee and uh, it's from his 2010 album called Overthinking It it is the blues tiktok done blues style here is uh, Mark Lee Woke up in the morning I was feeling like I was feeling like he did it Hey what up girl Grab my glasses, mouth the door. Lord knows I'm gonna hit this city, baby. Before I leave, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Cause when I leave in the night, I ain't coming back. Taking pedicures on our toes And I'm trying on all the clothes How many of y'all don't know what I'm talking about? Yeah! Boys are blowing up our phones Drop diving, drop diving Playing, playing our favorite CDs 
trying to get a little tipsy, baby. Oh, look out, because here I come, baby. Don't stop making pop. DJs blow my speakers up. Lord knows the party just don't stop Get more at frogpants.com Benevolent God, we're not asked such things of men! Oh, I didn't mean to, I, that was an accident. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. So, Robert, tell the people... What's a pretendian? It's just what it sounds like, Angel. A pretend Indian. Someone who fakes being one of us? Someone who impersonates a native. We're talking about real scammers and con artists. There are pretendians teaching at universities, pretendians running governments, pretendians in Hollywood. On our new podcast, Pretendians, we'll tell you the incredible story of these jaw-dropping frauds. Who are they? Why do they do it? And how the heck do they keep getting away with it? Listen to Pretendians on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.